RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The New York Islanders faced the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden for the 1975 NHL playoffs. Game three of the preliminary rounds of the Stanley Cup playoffs took place on April 11, 1975. The Islanders and Rangers finished evenly matched during the regular season, finishing in second and third place in the Patrick Division. The Rangers had qualified for the playoffs for several years, but rarely were able to get past the semifinals. 1975 was the first time the Islanders had entered the playoffs, having just entered into the league as a new expansion team in 1972. The best-of-three series was tied at one game apiece, and this is the audio from Game 3, taken from the WMCA New York radio broadcast, featuring announcers Dom Valentino and Jim Garvey. Southeast. 
Take one of Eastern's money-saving night coaches to Atlanta and save about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. Most flights to Atlanta feature Eastern's comfortable 727 Whisper Jets with spacious redesigned interiors. For reservations, call the travel specialist, your travel agent, or call Eastern, the wings of man. This is Jim Garvey from Madison Square Garden, and my guest tonight, the general manager of the New York Islanders, Bill Torrey. And Bill, it's been a long season. We had you early, we had you in the middle, and here we are down at the end, and it's a pleasure to welcome you again. Well, Jim, I'm hoping, quite frankly, it isn't the end. It's uh, towards the end, no question about that, but uh, hopefully we'll be around for a while yet, although we've got a big hurdle to climb tonight. Well, you know, Bill, when it's a one-game win-it-take-all series, I think that past records and past games sort of go out the window and put the chips fall where they may. The hot club, the hot goaltender comes out ahead, and I think that both clubs have things going for them and things going against them. And the way I see it, it could go either way. Well, I don't think there's any question that one-game series, anything can happen at any time, and uh, I think that's the way the players have to look at it. I think, uh, obviously, a team with experience and uh, who's been through this kind of thing before may have an edge, but by the same token, uh, sometimes young legs can give you an edge too, so it's, uh, it's going to be an interesting evening. Let's look at the series to date, Bill. I think neither one of the games have really gone according to form. The Rangers took a two-goal two lead into the first first game into the third period, and for all intent and purposes, I think the Garden crowd and maybe some of the Ranger hockey players felt that the game was, was bagged, and then one, two, three, the Islanders came out with a win, and I think that surprised a lot of people. Well, again, I think that's a question that uh, where our, our, our young legs gave us uh, a little bit of an edge there in the third period. And uh, again, hopefully even tonight, that's something that uh, to keep in mind. Uh, I think that uh, certainly we did not play uh, as we had hoped we would through the middle part of the game. Uh, we, we played a pretty good first period the other night here in the garden, and we, we tailed off a little, a little bit in the second period, and then we came back pretty strong in the third period. So... Uh, whether that's uh, any indication of what will happen tonight, who knows. You know, Bill, the Rangers as a club seem to do very well in unsettled situations and man-ups, man-downs, two-man-ups, perhaps a little bit a little bit more explosive on the power play than we've been, and yet you really don't want our club to go out and sit back. they got to go out and hit, so you're taking a calculated risk, aren't you? Well, I'd have to say when you get the officiating we got last night, you take, certainly take a risk. I would hope under more normal circumstances that uh, it's not really a risk. Uh, we are an aggressive team, a physical team. We like to play the man, and uh, we don't see why that's something that should be penalized. Uh, a lot of the other things, are, it's another matter. But I think that there's no question the New York Rangers, when they're allowed to move the puck, uh, pass the puck the way they are capable of doing it, when you let them do that, you're asking for trouble. There's no two ways about it. Well, I rode up in the elevator with Frank Udvari, and we had an animated discussion about the officiating last night. You know, being an official myself and lacrosse and having worked some pretty big ball games, you know, you always try to be a little bit sensitive toward the flight of the official, but as I told Frank last night, I think it was the first time this season that I'd really lost my cool a little bit on the air and was a little bit uh, a little bit loud in my denunciation of Wicks. I felt he took the game away from the club early in the first period. And, what he did thereafter really wasn't wasn't essential because once he got out of that first period, it was just about game time. But here we go in game three tonight, and there are questions galore. Who will be in goal for the Islanders, and who will be in goal for the Rangers? You know, walking up with Jill Villamuel last night after the game, he was in a great deal of pain, and uh, I had some doubts that Jill would be able to go. And 
I guess you yourself really at this point in time, we're now about an hour and a half before game time, and even you are not really sure, I guess, at this point, who might be in goal. Well, I'm going downstairs right after I get through talking with you to sit down with Al and discuss it. Uh, I think we've pretty well made up our minds, but it's to make the final decision. We decided we'd just let it go. The goalkeepers, we've talked to them. They're, they know what the circumstances are, and uh, so we'll talk about it downstairs and come up with the right decision. I don't know what the, the Rangers are going to do as far as we're concerned. Uh, we don't really care. Um, we've got to go out and play our game and do the things that we do best, better than they do, in order to get ourselves the edge. And uh, last night is one of those things. I think, actually, in looking at our young team, and um, obviously this is a big unknown factor in, in the Islanders, uh, there was more pressure on our kids uh, last night, really, than there was in the opening game here, and then in a way there is tonight. They were very uptight all day yesterday, and there wasn't anything we could really do. And uh, They got a bad game out of their system last night, and hopefully uh, uh, we'll start it all clean tonight at, uh, when the bell goes. I think the Islanders, Bill, have gotten a great deal of mileage during this playoff out of the fourth line with Lauren Henning, Joe Podvan, and Billy McMillan. Well, I'll probably go with the four lines again tonight as the players have to be tired coming off that three-hour slugfest last night. Well, I, I think there's no question that the line has played well. It's, uh, it's a line we put together towards the tail end of the season and uh, to uh, give ourselves a little bit of a rest because really we've been placed, uh, placed in a situation down through the last few weeks where all of our games were kind of playoff type games against key teams and uh, in high pressure situations and uh, it allowed Al to have a little bit more flexibility. Uh, when we're killing off the penalties, it's allowed them to have an extra line there just in case, and uh, and they have played very well. Uh, Jean Potman, particularly moving up from defense to right wing, uh, has stepped in there and done an excellent job, and got two goals here in the playoffs, and uh, both of them really, uh, really good goals, you might say. Bill, the new additions to the club, Jude Drone and J.P. Parisi, we've spoken of them before. They've made great contributions. I, of course, in reading today's paper, had a laugh when I read how the Rattel Gilbert uh, Vickers line had outplayed the Druin line because as I remembered it, most of the goals scored by that line came on the power play with Druin not even in the game. So I think sometimes the final statistics can be a little bit misleading, but your Druin has certainly been a, an addition to the club that you couldn't minimize his, his value, could you? No, there's no question about it. They fit very well. Uh, it's always a key part when you make a trade to not only do you get a good player on the ice, hopefully, but you've got to, you've got to relocate him and resituate him. And uh, uh, both he and JP have fit in well. They like Long Island, and, and we're very pleased with them, and we feel they're going to make a contribution to this hockey club for some time. Yes, I did. Uh, it was brought to my attention today, the article in the paper. And, well, that's one man's opinion, and uh, I don't think it's a question that that line has not played well. I just think it's a question that John Rattel has had an outstanding two games, and uh, He's going to be a tough man to stop tonight, but we're going to have to do it, that's all. Well, he certainly is. And, Bill, as we wind down, perhaps uh, maybe one series left to go, maybe two, let's hope. But I think that at this time, it might be the last opportunity for me to speak with you. I think, speaking for all Islander fans, let me commend you. Of course, you representing Roy Bow and Al Arbor and every hockey player on the club for putting together what I think is a more than representative hockey club. I think the thrills, the enjoyment that the fans at the Coliseum have had this year are directly attributable to a lot of the things that you've done. I think it would have been easy for you to sit pat and take a young club and bring it along slowly, but I think you, you really had the fans interested heart when you went out and got a couple of veteran players, and I think you've done a masterful job of building a club 
It's going to be a club that's going to be around for a long time. Bill, thanks for sitting in with us, and the best of luck to you. Thanks, Jimmy. Still a long spring. New York Islander action is next. We'll be back in a moment. Manhattan American continues its price rollback sale with a great deal of the 1975 Gremlin. Listen, $26.49 for the great little car of this or any other year, the 1975 Gremlin from AMC. And that includes American Motors' exclusive buyer protection plan. For $26.49, you get all the standard features and options like air conditioning, AM, FM radio, and automatic transmission. Stop in now at Manhattan American, West End Avenue at 66th Street. Get yourself a Gremlin for only $26.49. Price excludes transportation and sales tax for... Hi, I'm Ken Fairchild, inviting you to join me for the all-new, expanded, large economy size Ken Fairchild Show. Yes, by popular demand, it's now four full hours. Ken Fairchild and Friends, Monday through Saturday, 6 to 10 a.m. Where? Well, right here on WMCA, of course. from Madison Square Garden and the mystery has been solved. Tonight in goal for the Islanders it'll be Billy Smith as Al Arbor and Bill Torrey dickered right up into game time between Horesh and Smith and controversy raged here at the at the garden who'd be in the cage for the Islanders and now it's been set in the cage will be Billy Smith. Another playoff action in the third game of the semifinal series up in Boston we have an up in the making as Tony O, Tony Esposito of the Blackhawks has the Bruins shut out 3-0 after two periods. So there's an upset. Well, the garden is filling slowly to capacity. Bill Torrey's been presented with a gift from the Ginger Man, one of New York's finest restaurants, dinner for two, and game three of the Stanley Cup series is about to commence. And all the drama that surrounds the Stanley Cup, all the pageantry, all the action will be coming to you in about five minutes as Dom Valentino and I'll call the play-by-play. -play. So settle back, relax, and stay with us as Stanley Cup action continues when we return in a moment. the WMCA good guys were swimming with a musical tide. Time and temperature and much more music. And then we realized you needed a voice. So we marched to a different drum. We recognized the frustration of trying to be heard. But no one was listening. Well, that's all changed now. 24 hours a day, WMCA acts as New York's electronic sofa giving you the chance to talk with your favorite TV, movie, and radio personalities, let you ask questions of the guy or gal who wrote that bestseller you just finished, or gives you a chance to just get something off your chest. So when you're tired of noise and fed up with being told, let's talk about it. WMCA, we listen to you. WMCA New York. Hello, this is Joan Hamburg. We can talk to each other every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. Call me at 
welcome to New York Islanders Hockey. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Brewers of Schaefer Beer as another major event in the Schaefer Circle of Sports. And by Manhattan American Sales, your savings corner for Gremlin Hornet Matador Jeep and guaranteed used cars at 66th and West 10th Avenue. And by the people of Eastern, the official airline of the Nets and Islanders, who believe they're going to make your next flight on Eastern a great flight. Eastern, the wings of man. And by European American Bank, the bank that has made a commitment to bring you better banking. Good evening, everybody, once again. Don Valentino with Jim Garvey, Mickey Morabito, and Herb Brodsky speaking to you from Madison Square Garden in New York, where tonight it'll be the third and final game of the best of three series, first round of the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs. And the winner will be playing one of uh, several possibilities that we'll go over a little bit later on. The two games that have been played started here on Tuesday night. The Islanders upset the Rangers 3-2. The Rangers came back last night at the Nassau Coliseum and pulverized the Islanders 8-3. So somewhere in the middle may tell the true story in this three-game series. We'll find out very, very shortly. The referee tonight is Bruce Hood, the linesman Neil Armstrong, and Ray Scapanello. Tonight's game is authorized by the New York Islanders professional basketball team, New York Islanders professional hockey team, solely for the entertainment of our audience. But any broadcast, rebroadcast, or any other use of the accounts of this game without the express written consent of the National Hockey League New York Islanders is strictly prohibited. New York Islanders is a production of Manchester Broadcasting Productions, which is contracted for and has the exclusive right to the broadcast of these games, including selection of the announcers with approval by the New York Islanders and WMCA. I'll have the lineup for tonight's game when we come back in a moment. Now here's a word from the smoothest beer in town. Almost any brewer can give you a good reason for switching to his beer. But Schaefer can give you the two best reasons of all. Your first glass of Schaefer and your second glass of Schaefer. They'll convince you that Schaefer is a cut above the others. Because they'll show you that Schaefer flavor doesn't fade. First frosty glass to last. They'll give you more than one reason to switch to Schaefer. People of Eastern believe they're going to make your next Eastern flight a great flight. I can answer just about any question you have about travel. And if I can't, you got to believe my computer can. you got to believe that I'm going to do everything I can to give you a smooth flight. Eastern is my airline, and I'll do my best to make it your airline. you got to believe. you got to believe. you got to believe. you got to believe. If you're flying to New Orleans or Houston, Eastern has daily non-stop service to both cities, including the most daily non-stop to Houston. Eastern also has the only non-stop money-saving night coach to Houston, which can save you about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. Most flights to Houston and New Orleans feature Eastern's comfortable 727 Whisper Jet with spacious redesigned interiors. For reservations, call the travel specialist 
your travel agent, or call Eastern, the wings of man. Bert Marshall and Dave Lewis, and up front it'll be J.P. Parisi, Jude Druin, Eddie Westfall. And now join us for the National Anthem. played seven times uh, this season, make it eight times this season, including two playoff games. The Rangers have won four, the Islanders three. There was one tie back here on October 30th, one to one. And now it's my pleasure to introduce Jim Garvey. Jim, what do you think? Well, Tom, it's a big game, certainly, for both clubs. I left the building last night with Jill Villamure, who was just outstanding in the Ranger net, and Jill was hurting, so we'll have to see how he goes tonight. By the way, in the second period, the Chicago Blackhawks lead the Boston Bruins 3-0 at the Boston Garden. The draw into the Rangers' end. Ron Harris battling for the puck. The battle continues. And the puck is jammed against the board. So we're going to have a face-off coming up to the right of uh, Gilles Villemure. Nick Beverly, Dom, for the Rangers, has a tender ankle, which he uh, was hit with a shot with earlier in the series. And... Ron Harris appears to be teaming up with Brad Park right off the bat tonight. We'll give you those possibilities we were talking about. The puck is in the corner to the right of Villamure. Villamure out to center right, stopped by Lewis. Lewis to Druin. Jude on the right wing to Westfall, off his stick. It's in the corner to the left of Villamure. Whacked around the board by Steve Vickers. Battle for the puck. Centering pass, nobody there. And it is taken for the Rangers by Vickers. He's out, left wing, center right. On the right wing, his pass is off the mark. Westfall collects, trying to bring it back. Slides it out to center right. Puck taken by Ron Harris, cross-sizing goes to Vickers, right back to Brad Park. To Gilbert, down the middle, knocked off his stick by Lewis, collected by Parisi. Parisi runs into Harris, and the puck goes into the Ranger end. Brad Park has the puck. Out to his own line to Jean Rattel. Rattel for Gilbert, ahead of him. Race for the puck. Lewis, Gilbert. Lewis has it. Lewis trying to bring it out. Moves it around the board. And the puck is stolen. It goes in the slot, knocked away by Marshall. Kept in by Gilbert. Lewis goes to his right to Marshall. Marshall coming out, right wing. On the left it goes to Lewis. Lewis lifts it in the corner to the left of Villamure. 
the Islanders change on the fly. At 18.20 to go here in the first period, nothing, nothing. Kachuk to center ice, and the puck is fired in the Islanders' end by Fairburn. Loose to center ice. Sanderson after it. Knocked away by Denny Potvin to Bobby Bourne. Bourne knocked down by Marat. And back comes Kachuk. And Bourne goes after him. Sanderson sends it in the Islanders' end. Billy Smith knocks it away. Dennis Potvin off the board to Bourne. Bourne, center right. He can fly. Drop pass. Gilly shoots. Deflected wide. And the battle for the rebound. On the puck now for the Rangers is Gresher. Gresher trying to come out. Gillies goes after him. Ties him up. Gets the puck to center right for Kachuk. Collected in one motion by Fairburn. Down the middle. Right wing. Bourne intercepts and gets it out to center right. Gillies to the Rangers line. Knocked away by Marat. Marat on the puck for the Rangers. Fires it in the corner of the left to Billy Smith. Billy Smith stops it, leaves it him back. The puck is collected by Jerry Hart. Hart has it up on the right wing. It goes to Billy Harris. He's out. Center ice. Billy center ice on the left wing. Knocked away. Back on the left wing. It's offside. And Marat hits Harris and knocks him right into the Ranger bank. And that's going to start something. There's a break in the action. Nothing, nothing. We'll be back in a moment. You must have a comment on whether or not you think the Yanks will win the pennant. Well, that's what WMCA is all about, and that's what my program is all about. Hello, I'm John Sterling, and I talk sports every weekday evening from 7 to 10, and all Saturday afternoon as well. And I want to talk to you. The draw outside the Ranger line. On the draw, battle for, goes to Harris. Harris to his left to Park. Park right back to Harris. Harris coming out to Stemkowski up on the right wing. Knocked away by Howitt. To Brad Park at his own line. Park off the skate of Urban. He goes down. Harris has it to Park. Park right back to Stemkowski down the middle. The shot off the stick of Lewis. And Marshall sends it around the boards to Howitt. Gary coming out. Left wing. The San Laurent to Nystrom. Nystrom fakes the shot. Back down the middle looking for San Laurent. Knocked into the corner. A battle for the puck. Nystrom going after it. Sticks flying. Everybody digging for the puck. Taken by Marshall. Down the middle to San Laurent. He can't get the shot off. San Laurent and Butler going at it. And Gary Howitt knocks Park down. The puck is taken by Harris. Harris with it. Shoots at the Islanders, and it caroms in front. Urban shoots. Great save by Billy Smith. What a save by Smith. The quick left-handed glove came up with a save. Face off to the right of Billy Smith and the Islanders, end. Well, the first tester of the night, it goes to Billy Smith and the Islanders. Billy standing his ground as Urban walked right in alone. And Billy plucked that one out of the air. A great gloved hand grab. And... Tom, I know Islander fans breathe a sigh of relief because the first goal is oh so important and Irvin looked like he was in cold. Incidentally, uh, Phil Rizzuto here uh, tonight with us, uh, former Yankee great who enjoys hockey very much. He'll be on with Jim. Win second and third period. Greshner from deep out front. The shot is knocked away by Smith. The puck is loose. Trying to go back to the right point was uh, Gilbert and it goes all the way to the Rangers line. Marat with it. Up to Rattel ahead of him. 
Rattel had a goal and three assists last night. So did Vickers. They were the big scorers. They played very well. Gary Hart with a puck to Druin up on the right wing. Denny Potvin right back to Jude. Jude coming across the line. Knocked off his stick. Battle for the puck. Parisi's got it. JP hit into the corner. Druin on it. Jude left point. Hart shooting. It's blocked. And the puck is taken by Rattel. He wheels along the right wing board. Goes cross ice to his left. Taken right there by Marat. Marat to Joe Bear. Joe Bear down the middle. Down the middle to Rattel. The shot. Great save by Billy Smith. What a save. Parisi to Druin. Druin coming down the middle. Jude, right wing. Westfall shoots. Save Villamure. And the puck is taken by Vickers. Steve Vickers loses. Out front. The shot. The save by Villamure and a beauty. Druin with a great shot. And a great save by Villamure. Both cold tenders have done well so far tonight. Islanders changing the fly. To center ice to Bourne. Bourne trying to come across the line. Right wing. He does. Loses to uh, Vickers. It's in the slot. Loose. Puck deflects to center ice. Taken right there by Rattel. Down the middle. Drop pass. Vickers goes to the right wing. Loses the puck. Hart cracks into him. Centering pass knocked away. Gets in by Park. The shot wide. Gillies out to the puck, cleans it out to center ice. 14.25 to go in the first period. Nothing, nothing. Kachuk down the middle, goes to the right wing, and Jerry Hart rides him out of the board. Hart goes after him. Kachuk out front. Couldn't get the shot out. Sanderson shoots, blocked by Hart. And Dennis Puckman clears it. It goes the full length of the ice. It no doubt will be icing. It is. There's a break in the action. Nothing, nothing. We'll be back in a moment. Have you noticed how many banks now charge 15 cents per check with their special checking account? Hey, buddy, keep it down, will you? It's inflation. I ask you to keep it down. That's why European American Bank introduces noflation checking. Are you going to keep it down or not? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Noflation means the per check charge at European American is still just 10 cents. There's no minimum balance, and the service charge is still just 75 cents per month. Check's still just 10 cents at European American? Yeah. You did keep it down. European American Bank. Member FDIC, we've made a commitment to bring you better banking. All set now. A few possibilities now. Boston wins and Los Angeles wins. The Islanders or the Rangers play Buffalo. Chicago wins and Los Angeles wins. And one of the New York teams plays Montreal. Boston wins and Toronto wins. And a New York team plays Montreal. Chicago wins and Toronto wins. It's a New York team at Pittsburgh. On the draw. Taken by Kachuk down the middle for Fairburn. Knocked away. And the puck is taken by Gillies with a good move. He comes out. Center right. Clark stops. The shot. Wide. Karam and Villamure. Knocks it into the corner to his right. Ron Harris has it. Harris coming out of the right wing. Harris bringing it out. The center right that goes to Kachuk. Back to Harris. Harris shoots. Great save by Billy Smith. Man, what save Billy Smith has made tonight, Jim. Well, Don, we have not yet really had a great goal-pending game here where both goaltenders have sparkled, and I think this may be the game. Both Gilles Villemure in the net for the Rangers and Billy Smith in the net for the Islanders have really come up big here in the first period. Gloved hand grabs by both goaltenders. Smith, in particular, has really sparkled. A freewheeling game up in Boston. After two, Chicago leads 5-3. On the draw, Lewis around the boards to Bourne, trying to get it out. Bob having trouble. Puck is loose. Back to the right point. Harris can't keep it in. Gillies, Harris. And Harris.
is able to move uh, Gillies out of the way. The puck is taken by Park. Park fighting with Burt Marshall. Marshall sends it to the Rangers end. Villamure now stops the puck. Harris has it. Ron Harris for the Rangers. Leaves it for Kachuk. He lost it as Howard goes after him. Now Harris has it. The center ice. Burt Marshall takes it. On the right wing. Knocked down by Don Leron. Puck is still loose. Taken by Walt Kachuk. Up on the right wing. Good check on uh, Fairburn. And the puck is sent into the Islanders then. Stopped there by Marshall to Saint Laurent. Backhander takes the post. And the puck is in the corner of the right of Villamure. And we're going to have a face off at that point. It's jam. Well, Gary Howitt and Pete Stankowski start to do a little pushing and shoving. As this game really hasn't resembled last night's game at all. It's been end-to-end -end action. It's been good hockey. And the officials are in quickly to separate them. And Andre Saint Laurent showed us a nice move there as he... Deeked a little bit, put the puck over on the backhand and hit the outside of the bar. But it was a good move by Andre. Gilles Villeneuve played the angle well. And with 12.33 to go in the first period, Dom, we still have no score. Ready to go now. The draw to the right of Villeneuve. And Saint Laurent uh, leaves. It'll be Nystrom on the draw. Greshner's got it. Greshner with a puck goes cross ice to his left. To Marat, to Stemkowski, center right. On the right wing for Fairburn, the back pass is loose, taken by Irvin. Irvin ridden into the board, and a penalty coming up now. Should be on uh, Irvin. Let's get the call. Let's see who it's called on, because uh, Irvin went after uh, Howitt, and uh, it's going to be on him. And uh, Bruce Hood was standing right there, makes the call, and the official time is 7.46 of the uh, first period. Ted Urban goes out now for uh, two minutes for roughing. Well, after last night, you know, you hold your breath a little bit when that hand goes up, but as Dom called it, Urban uh, was roughing Gary Howitt, and Howitt holding his composure uh, really didn't retaliate there. So Urban gets the two minutes, and the Islanders get the first power play opportunity of the hockey game. Well, you have to hold your breath with Gary. <laughs> Gary hasn't held back very many times this year, but... Tom, with the big money on the line tonight, with everything riding on this game, everybody will be on their best behavior. Well, it's gonna, I hope it's a real good game. And the best team will end up winning. Saint Laurent across the line, left wing, the shot glove by Villamure. Villamure sends it to the corner to the right. Ron Harris after it, digging in there, Saint Laurent. Left point, Denny Potvin shoots. Deflection attempt goes wide. Butler has it, trying to get it out. Dennis again, shooting. Shot wide, it skipped wider than that. And the puck is battled for. John Potvin, the Nystrom. And Villamure moves it in the corner. Howard's got it. Gary trying to center it. He does, but Park is there. Lost it in the slot. Clear. Could be a breakaway. Smith out of the net. Knocks it away from Butler. No goaltender. The shot. Dennis Potvin gets back and blocks it. Dennis up on the left wing. Gaston Laurent. Andre across the line. Left wing. Quick shot wide. Karam. Nystrom on the right wing with it. Back to the right point. Jean Potvin shoots it. Goes up over the net. The Islanders now pressing. And Ron Harris clears. And the puck goes into the Islanders' end. We're under 50 seconds to go on the penalty now to Urban. 45 seconds. Islanders start back on the power play. Jean Potvin to Jude Druin. Jude with the puck to Jean Potvin. Shoots it in the Rangers' end. It's in back of the net. Villamure leaves it right there. Greshner fires it around the boards. Westfall keeps it in. Greshner again has it. 
sends it around the board. And it is cleared out to center right. Racing for it, Dennis Potman and Fairburn. Dennis with a great move and comes right back. Great move by Dennis. Down the middle, right wing. To Druin, the shot, up over the net. Trying to keep it in Parisi. J.P. does. J.P., left point. Dennis, stick back. The shot, block. The shot, blocks again. Parisi's got it. Parisi on that right wing. Again to Dennis. Again the shot. It's blocked. Gretchen's got it. Both teams at full strength. Three on two. Gretchen and an offside on the Rangers. There's a break to the action. Nothing, nothing. We'll be back in a moment. Ever wonder what makes Schaefer the one beer to have when you're having more than one? One reason is more than one fermentation. Most brewers just ferment their beer once. But Schaefer is fermented twice. Once to make it beer, and twice to make it Schaefer. The one beer with flavor so fine, it keeps shining through, glass after frosty glass. More than one fermentation is one reason. But of course, there's more than one reason behind the one beer to have when you're having more than one. The Islanders and the Rangers, nothing, nothing here at Madison Square Garden. And on the uh, 7th Avenue side, we've got uh, Villamure. And on the 8th Avenue side, it's Billy Smith. Islanders moving from left to right. On the puck now. Saint Laurent across the line, right wing. Andre loses to Rattel. The puck is loose. On it now is Lewis. Lewis right back to Howard. Gary to Nystrom. Trying to get the shot out he can't. And Park has the puck for the Rangers. Park coming back. And he's tied up by Nystrom. Good play. Lewis. To San Laurent, he tips it to the uh, Rangers line, and we got an offside pass. We're going to have a face-off between the left face-off circle and the uh, Islanders line. Nothing, nothing, 9.45 to go first period. Well, it's evident that Al Arbor and Bill Torrey got together with the New York Islanders and told them they're going to play positional hockey tonight. No more running around, Wiley. The Islanders are back to playing their game, and when the Islanders are on their game, it makes for a better night for your goaltender. He's protected more, the Islander defenseman, the Forwards are forechecking and backchecking, and the Islanders are out to play their game tonight. The puck is at center ice. Taken right there by Rod Gilbert. Gilbert with it. Gilbert has the puck. Sends it in the Islanders, and Lewis after it dies. And back of the net, Rattel comes in after him to Druin. Jude with the puck across the mouth of the goal to Marshall. Burt now wheels around. The Rangers forechecking. Cross ice, Lewis. Lewis with a good move for Druin. It's behind him. Westfall trying to uh, send to the Rangers end. Stolen by Vickers down the middle to Rattel. Knocked away by Lewis. And Druin had the puck, lost it. Druin's pass intercepted Vickers. The shot. And it is glove dropped, smothered by Billy Smith. Face-off coming up on a very, very risky play as an errant pass went right on the stick a Vickers, face off to the right of Billy Smith. Well, the Islanders have been clearing the puck by trying to hit a center, breaking down the middle. In that case, Hugh Druin took a blind pass and attempted to flip it up the middle, and there was nobody there but a Ranger in a white jersey. And almost a giveaway there, deep in your own zone. It could have been disastrous, but Billy Smith was up to it and smothered the rebound. Ready now for the draw. Centering pass is taken by Gillies, one-on-one -on -one with Greshner. Gillies coming in, the shot, knocked down, puck loose, and it is cleared away by Kachuk. Kachuk is center ice to Fairburn, here comes Polis along, the shot is saved with the beauty. Billy Smith with another great save, the Rangers with another breakaway, and Barat from the red line, 
shoots into the corner of the left of Billy Smith. It's offside. And we've got a face-off coming up. And again, Billy Smith came way out. When Billy's coming way out, standing up, cutting the angle down, he's unbeatable, Jim. Well, the Rangers are making use of the long pass, and they're head-manning that puck, and they're setting up two-on-ones and three-on-twos. The Rangers have been trying to beat Billy with longer shots. Dom, I look for them to kind of come in, try to deke him and skate around him, because Billy is coming out. He's cutting down the angle. He's doing what he has to do. But you can't keep giving them these long passes, because pretty soon they're going to hurt you. All set now for the draw. Billy Harris and uh, Walt Kachuk. It goes to the Islanders line. Jerry Hart on it. His pass for Bourne is intercepted by Polis to Gresher down the middle. The shot caught in the midsection by Billy Smith. And again, we've got a faceoff coming up to the left of Billy Smith and the New York Islanders end. Nothing, nothing. 8.24 to go. First period. Well, Tom, when you think about pressure, and we know there's pressure on both clubs, you wonder whether it's the young club having the pressure on them or the veteran club whom everybody expects to do well here tonight. I'd say there's pressure on both. Fairburn shoots, knocked down in front by Dennis Potvin. Dennis has the puck, wheels one way, then another. Sets up in back of the net. Goes to his left to Jerry Hart. Jerry up on the left wing for Gillies, off the mark. Taken by Greshner, who shoots it back of the Islanders' end. Dennis Potvin with the puck, in back of the net. Hart right back to Dennis. Dennis now starts out. Up on the left wing for Gillies, off the mark. Greshner with the puck, knocked off his stick. And Kachuk sends the back pass to Greshner. The center ice on the left wing. Polis comes out of the middle. The shot, six saved by Dennis Potman. And we got a penalty coming up for interference. And it'll be on the uh, Islanders. There's a break in the action. Nothing, nothing. We'll be back in a moment. But I can't begin without you, because without you, I don't have a show. Call me Monday through Saturday, beginning at 12.15, at 489-1155. the official time on the interference call to Clark Gillies. Rangers now with a power play. Billy Smith. Makes the save off the faceoff. Lewis having trouble with it. And he gets it back to Park, who tries to get the shot off. Park keeps it in. He's at the left point. Lauren Hanning after him. Park with a good move now. Out front, Joe Bear shooting. Wide. Park at the left point shoots. Knocked down. Loose. Lewis after it. Battle for. Sends it back to the right point. Joe Bear with it out front. Blocked by Lewis to Westfall. Eddie. On the left wing to Lauren Henning, and Gilbert gets it back. Gilbert leads it for Park, who sets up for the Rangers. In his own end, on the right wing, it goes to Gilbert, right back to Middleton, and Lewis holds him up to Rattel. Vickers, great save by Billy Smith. Vickers was in along, and Billy Smith made a beautiful save, broke his stick in half, and gets back up. Well, Billy Smith made a tremendous play there, Don. He felt for the post, as a goaltender will do, and in feeling for the post, he broke his goal stick. With the stick laying on the ice, and Vickers in again on the breakaway, using nothing but his pads in his hands, he managed to hold Vickers off. So, Billy certainly had a first period to remember. Just great goaltending tonight. 
Smitty has been tested much, much more than Gilles Villamur, but when he's been tested, he's done the job. And Billy Smith not only stops this one, clears it all the way to the Rangers' end. On the puck now is Gilbert. We've got a minute to go on the penalty. Gilbert bringing it out, right wing to Rattel, who can fly. On the right wing, Middleton. Middleton centering pass, Lewis knocks it away. Gilbert keeping it in, stopped by Henning, and he clears. And we're down to 45 seconds on the penalty. To Clark Gillies, who's out at 12.37 for interference. Park at his own line to Rattel. Rattel knocked off his stick. Vickers has it offside on the Rangers. And we have 34 seconds to go on the penalty to Clark Gillies. Nothing, nothing. 6.17 to go, first period. Well, the Islanders are keeping the Rangers from setting up in their own zone. And when the Rangers set up in your zone, they're dangerous. Steve Vickers, of course, perhaps the most dangerous marksman, parking himself on the left corner. Ricky Middleton playing over there on the right wing, also dangerous. Emil Lacat has put Roger Gilbert out on the point with Brad Park, so there's a lot of firepower on this Ranger power play with Rattel at center. They have one of the best of the uh, National Hockey League. Jerry Hart trying to get it out. It deflects. It's loose. Rattel's got it to Middleton. Right out front, knocked away by Smith. Eddie Westfall there. Eddie with it now. Left wing for Henning. It's under his stick. 15 seconds on the penalty. On the puck now, Gilbert in his own end. Rod Gilbert coming out. On the left wing, it goes to Park. We're under eight seconds to go. Park coming down the middle. Park down the middle to Gilbert. Knocked off his stick. Dennis Potvan with it. Time up on the penalty. Both teams are at full strength. And the puck is called for stoppage and play in the corner of the right of Billy Smith. Let's pause 15 seconds for station identification. The score, nothing, nothing. This is New York Islanders hockey. This is WMCA New York. Hi, I'm John Sterling. Evening time means sports time on WMCA. I'll be here Monday through Friday from 7 till 10. Ready for the draw to the right of Billy Smith. Back to the left point, kept in by Marat. In back of the net, the puck. In back of Dennis Potman, he didn't see it. Irvin trying to get at it, he can't. It's frozen against the boards, and we'll have another face-off at the same spot. Five and a half minutes to go, first period, nothing, nothing. Well, Jules Marat has certainly been one of the Ranger harder hitters here in the series. He put Billy Harris over on the players' bench earlier, and uh, they threw her off in the crowd, but it was a hard, clean check by Jules Marat, who's built like a fire plug and hits like a truck. The draw right to Billy Smith stops it to Dennis Potvan around the boards. Gresher holds it in. The shot from the right wing by Butler is wide around the boards. Nystrom's got it. Bob back. Quick shot. Score! No, it hit the post and came out. I don't believe it. It went in and out. Everybody's wondering what happened. It hit the bar and came right back out. It looked like it was in. Tough break. Urban back. Left wing. The shot wide. Carom around the board. Taken by Nystrom. Trying to get it out. He does. Center ice. Stemkowski goes down. Incredible how that didn't go in. Marat down the middle he goes. The butler knocked away. On the puck now is McMillan. McMillan fights with Greshner. Knocks him down. Jerry Hart's got the puck. Hart to Nystrom right at the red line. Nystrom quick drilling shot knocked down by Villamure. He leaves it for Sanderson. Sanderson around the board for Fairburn. Fairburn coming back, and uh, Saint Laurent rides him off. Back comes Lewis. Lost the puck as he swung and missed. Taken by Marat. Marat to Fairburn, the shot. Gillies gets it out to center right. 
Fairburn has nine lifetime goals against the Islanders, the best for the Rangers. Lewis sends a puck in back of the net. Taken by Burt Marshall to Bourne. Bourne coming out. Bourne center right. On the left wing, Gillies shoots. Goal! And it's one to nothing Islanders. The official time, 16 minutes of the first period. And there was no question on that one, Jim. Well, the Islanders had a mixed line out there. As Bobby Nystrom on the right wing never got off. Bobby Bourne, the Islanders' fastest skater, sped to center, came in over the line. Has the two defensemen, Park and... Harris converged on Bourne. Bourne just simply slid it over on the left wing, and Clark Gillies banged it home. That coming right on the heels of a, a shot by uh, Nystrom and hit the post. Certainly the Islanders had reason there to fret, and no, they came right back and scored. And the first goal of the game goes to the Islanders with four minutes to play in the period. Ready now for the draw. After the goal, goes to Burt Marshall, goes to his left below us, back to Marshall. Marshall at center right. Shoots in the corner to the left of Villamur. It rolls in the corner to the right of Villamur. Both Bourne and Marshall get assist of the goal by Gillies. Sanderson center right. Sanderson a shot, a save by Billy Smith. Billy moves it him back. Lewis is there. Started to the right, goes back to the left. His pass off the stick of Gillies to center right. Ron Harris has it. Billy Harris at to him. To the Islanders line, knocked away by Lewis. Park is on it in his own zone. Goes cross ice to Ron Harris. To Kachuk knocked away. Back on it is Ron Harris. On the left wing for Sanderson. Back to Kachuk. The drop pass. Fairburn to Park. The shot bounces off of uh, Burt Marshall. And Billy Harris has it and clears it the full length of the ice. It goes in the corner of the right of Illamur. And it'll be icing. one nothing. The Islanders are out front. On the second playoff goal of the season for Clark Gillies from Bob Bourne, Burt Marshall, 16 minutes the official time of the goal. Well, Islanders in both games have scored by splitting a defense. I think the Rangers were very conscious of that as Bobby Bourne sped to center. Both Harris and Park closed on him and that left Clark Gillies a lot of room on the wing and Gillies drilled it home. It's the ability to use that good speed that Bobby Bourne has that forces the defenseman to close and opens up your wingers. And I tell you, Jim, as you and I have talked, when he really learns how to harness that speed, he's going to be something else. Well, I think Bobby will have a good summer weightlifting program, get himself strengthened up, and be a real fine prospect next year. He's 6'3", around 200, and of course he can be a, a lot heavier, as Jim said, and that's what the Islanders plan to do with him. Ready now for the draw to the right of Billy Smith, Rattel, and uh, Eddie Westfall. A couple of old pros that have been at it for a while. The draw, battled for, and cleared out to center ice and keeps rolling into the Rangers end. Reshner there, it's icing once again. And with 2.48 to go here in the first period, the Islanders are out front 1-0. Eddie Westfall did not mean to ice that puck. Trying to use an angle to slide the puck down in the Rangers zone, he caught a good live board, and the, the board actually catapulted that puck over the line. Rattel's been dynamite on face-offs in the series. Dominic wins another. Vickers with a puck. Right out front. Gilbert shoots. Blocked by Hart. And back comes Drawing. Three on two. Jude down the middle. Jude for Westfall. It caroms off of Marat behind him. Hart, left point. Sends it in the corner. Parisi to Denny Potvin. The shot wide. The carom is loose. Eddie Westfall out front. Unable to get the shot off was drawn in the slot. He was held up by Gresher. 
And the puck is at center ice. Rattel across the line, down the middle. Rattel shooting. Beautiful save by Billy Smith, who's on his knees going to his right as it was juggling in his glove. Face off to the right of Billy Smith at the Islanders' end. The Madison Square Garden building, Don, doesn't like some arenas around the NHL keep a running tabulation on shots taken. But I can assure everybody out there that Billy Smith has been well-tested in the first period, and he stood up to everything the Rangers have thrown at him. They've had breakaways, they've had close-in drives, and they've had deflections, and Billy's been tough. On the draw, Don Laurent moves into the corner. Burt Marshall to Lewis, right back to Burt. Burt has the puck now. Cuts in front of his own net. Up to Nystrom. Nystrom gets it out to center ice. Taken by Don Laurent. Andre, right wing. The shot wide. Or he would have had a goal because Villamure lost it. Lewis moves it to Villamure. Taken by Ron Harris. And Howard goes out to him. And the puck is brought back out by Urban. He shoots wide. After the puck is Nystrom. Battle for Urban in there. Stemkowski after it. Lewis has it. Lewis with the puck. Sends it around the boards to Henning. Lauren getting it out up on the left wing to Howitt. Howitt on the right wing. Nystrom. Nystrom has the puck. Cross the line. Left wing. Sends it in the corner. Harris went after him. He moves him out of the way. Brad Park trying to get it out. Howitt after him. It's in the corner of the left of Villamure. The Islanders now picking up some of the pressure to center ice for Urban. Urban after the puck. And it's for Stamkowski, the shot partially blocked. Ricochets to center ice on a crazy bounce. And Lauren Henning lost his uh, helmet. Lauren has the puck, center ice. Lauren down the middle, left wing. Howard shoots, and it is blocked by Ron Harris up into the crowd. And with 49 seconds to play here in the... Uh, First period, the Islanders lead 1-0. Making his first appearance for the Rangers uh, during that last shift was Jerry Butler. Jerry played a fine game last night, did a lot of hitting, got a big goal and a breakaway, and Jerry was uh, not getting too much ice, but Jerry was teamed with Peter Stemkowski and got on ice for the first time with 49 seconds to go in the first period. The face-off to the right of Elamure, the Rangers end. Buck just about moving. Hart coming in to try to keep it in the zone, he does. After it now is uh, Bourne and Kachuk go at it and uh, Bob in there kicking at it and we're going to have a face-off and it'll be outside because Bobby Bourne tried to freeze it, which he did. So the call uh, was a good one. Face-off outside the Rangers line. Neutral zone, center ice. 36 seconds to play first period, one nothing Island. Well, Bobby's had that happen to him now two or three times, Tom, in the series. He's been freezing the puck when he really should be trying to play the puck. That's where inexperience comes in. On the draw... It goes to uh, Greshner to Marat. Marat brings it out. 30 seconds to go in the period. Hard drive and knocked down by Billy Smith. Leaves it for Jerry Hart. Jerry Hart with a puck. Hart now up on the left wing. Gillies trying to get it out. He does. Race for the puck. Villamure way out of the net. Let's it go for Marat. And he fires it around the board. Billy Harris stops it to Denny Potvin. Dennis keeps it in. On the puck, Harris for Gillies. Knocked away by Greshner. Up on the right wing, and it's at center ice, and that's going to do it. And that's the end of the first period, and at the end of the first period, the New York Islanders lead one another. Have you heard about the unbelievable new car for 1975? It's the Pacer from AMC. Hi, this is Don Valentino, and when I say unbelievable, here's what I mean. 
Imagine a car that's wider than a Chevelle, smaller than a Vega, has more interior room, then cars a lot larger, looks a little like a second cousin to a Porsche, and has features that make it the most unusual car on the road today. Now you're just beginning to find out about the Pacer. And when you go to Manhattan American, they'll show you how you can get a deal on this great car from AMC. How you can be dollars ahead of the game and get a car that delivers economy without sacrificing performance. Go on in and see the Pacer. Test drive the Pacer and talk to Manhattan American about dollars. If it's something extra you want in the way of a car, it's the Pacer. For something extra in the way you'll save money and be treated, it's Manhattan American Motors. The people of Eastern believe they're going to make your next Eastern flight a great flight. We're going to do more than just get you there. We're going to take good care of you all the way. Your trip's important to you, so I make it important to me. When you fly with Eastern, you're going to take it easy because we're going to make it easy. You've got to believe. We're going to make you feel at home. You've got to believe. you got to believe. If you're flying to New Orleans or Houston, Eastern has daily non-stop service to both cities, including the most daily non-stop to Houston. Eastern also has the only non-stop money-saving night coach to Houston, which can save you about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. Most flights to Houston and New Orleans feature Eastern's comfortable 727 Whisper Jet with spacious redesigned interiors. For reservations, call the travel specialist, your travel agent, or call Eastern, the wings of man. the first period, the New York Islanders are out front one to nothing on Clark Gilly's second playoff goal from Bob Bourne and Burt Marshall at 16 minutes. The Rangers outshot the Islanders 15 to 8 in the first period. Billy Smith was just simply sensational and it looks like it's going to take sensational goaltending here tonight at both ends of the ice. The Islanders are out front one to nothing. Intermission highlights are next on New York Islanders Hockey. We'll be back in a moment. Now here's a word from America's oldest lager beer. Did you know that the Schaefer people are the oldest and most experienced lager brewers in America? It takes experience to brew any fine beer, but it's taken a little bit more experience to brew Schaefer, the one beer fine enough to give you flavor that never fades. And if you'd like to experience the result of all that brewing experience, all you gotta do is give a couple of frosty cold Schaefers a try. My guest during the intermission tonight is Ms. Laura Stan, and Laura is renowned for developing a new skating style known as power skating. We'll speak about power skating, Laura, and hockey, and Laura, it's a pleasure to welcome you tonight. It's a pleasure to be here tonight, Jim. Laura, what is power skating? Well, power skating to me, uh, although the word power skating connotes, you know, power and speed, it is power and speed, but it, it means a lot of things. It means of all those things that make one a better skater on the ice and therefore a better hockey player. It means better balance, 
for one thing, uh, better agility and maneuverability on the ice, uh, better use of the edges of your skate, uh, better stride, you know, a more efficient stride, better backward skating. In other words, it encompasses a great deal of uh, different aspects of skating to go and to make you a better hockey player. Well, in case those of us in the audience uh, have feel that we've seen the name Laura Stam somewhere, we probably have, because I've seen in print, and I know I've spoken to a fellow on the Islanders who has actually uh, worked with you, and in doing so, I know has improved not only his skating, but I don't know if you're a shooting instructor as well, but he's improved his shooting, because he led the Islanders in scoring, and you might want to talk about your friend Bobby Nystrom. Well, I saw Bob Nystrom the other night, and I was really thrilled to watch him skate, because the improvement that I've seen and the difference that it, that it shows is incredible. Uh, Bob, when I first worked with him a couple of years ago, was very insecure, I think, in his own feeling about his skating. He knew that it was his weak point, and he wanted so much to improve it. And I feel kind of proud. I think that he really has improved his skating. And, and I know that in the game of hockey, when your skating improves, everything else improves also. So, no, I'm not a shooting instructor or anything, but I think that the, his better balance and, and everything else about his skating that's better has helped his, his hockey in general. Well, it certainly helped his confidence, and I know uh, Bob has been kidded a little bit by me about having a, a female coach, but I know it doesn't bother him, and uh, I think personally that it's great, and I think that any people out there who may have perhaps had the opportunity to uh, to get instruction and perhaps gone into a rink and seen a female instructor there and said, well, perhaps this isn't for me, better sit up and take notice, because I know professional hockey never uh, lets an opportunity go by when they see a fellow on the ice who needs a little skating to use a person like yourself. I know in addition to Bob, you've worked with a fellow over in the World Hockey Association who uh, had a great season, that's Gene Peacock. Yes, Gene is doing really well. I worked with the entire New York Golden Blade team when they were in New York before they went to San Diego. So I worked with quite, an, you know, everybody on the team and Gene was completely uh, enthralled with it. He thought that it helped him so immensely. And uh, he really, me a lot in getting me out to other hockey schools in Canada because he thought it was such a terrific program. Well, Laura, have you done any writing? I know this is a topic that I think a lot of people, including myself as a, a novice skater, really are interested in, and uh, you had spoken to me briefly, and I thought perhaps you were going to do a book on it. Yes, I'm uh, in the process now of writing a book on how to skate the hockey way, which I'm hoping to get published uh, sometime this fall. And I have written articles for different magazines on the topic of power skating, uh, on proper stride and better balance, better backward skating, uh, and that kind of thing. How important is the skate, the actual purchase of the skate, uh, to, the, to the young person learning and developing his skating? Uh, you can't stress enough how important a good skate is. Uh, not only the make of the skate, in that it's a solid construction, but in the fit of the skate. So many parents, in an attempt to economize, uh, you know, and hope that their kids will grow into a skate in a year or two, will go out and buy something that's too big for the kid. And this is the worst thing that, it, that somebody can do, because uh, then the ankles cave in and the feet hurt, and all the problems with ankles really stem from the fact that the skate is either poor quality or poor, poor fit. Laura, is there an age that's really the proper age for one to begin skating, or can a person almost as soon as they walk begin to skate? Well, I think a, a, a youngster, even, as you say, beginning to walk, can get on skates. Not that they're going to really learn how to skate at that age, but they can become familiar with the ice and learn to feel comfortable on the ice. But when a, when a fellow or a girl, too, when they're of the age of 
five and six. That's the time when their legs are beginning to develop to a point where they're getting strong enough to start to learn how to push on the ice. And uh, if you start young in anything, uh, you have a jump over everybody else. There's no question there. I'd like to uh, strongly urge the parents out there who may perhaps be thinking of something for the youngsters to do this summer that might be worthwhile strongly consider that uh, they, they look in their local newspapers and magazines and when they see opportunities to engage Laura Stamm and her power skating course, uh, certainly avail themselves to it. I know that professional training, be it in golf, tennis, or ice skating, is certainly essential. I know that many young people pride themselves in having taught themselves, but uh, having myself done it the hard way in, in golf, gotten a little instruction, I can attest to the fact that a little uh, instruction and hard practice will really do a lot more good than just many, many hours of repeating the same errors over and over. Laura, do you agree? Oh, I definitely agree, because unless you're shown how to do it the right way, you don't know what your errors are, and so you're building in habits that may take years to break, and, you know, those may be the wrong habits. Uh, if you're lucky, like Bobby Orr, who of course is self-taught, I'm sure, uh, then, he, you know, he just came out lucky. He came out knowing how to do it right. But most of us don't do it that way. We learn and we get our errors. So it's really important to be taught the right way. Well, out here in this hockey game tonight with the Rangers and the Islanders, uh, there may be one in a million Bobby Orr's, but most of the guys out there have developed their skating styles through long, arduous practice sessions. And again, we want to thank you, Laura, for being with us and uh, urge everyone to sharpen up your skating this summer, engage in power skating. New York Islander action is next. We'll be back in a moment. During the week of February 17th, something happened in the gasoline business that everyone who drives a car should know about. A survey was taken of the prices of premium gasoline. The survey covered hundreds of service stations in New York, Boston, Philadelphia, and other metropolitan areas. Almost all the major oil companies were included. If you buy gasoline by price in your neighborhood, you can probably guess the results. On an average, Getty Premium sold from two to two and a half cents less per gallon than most other major premiums. So if you want more gas for your money and more miles for your money, pull into Getty. Remember, don't waste gasoline. But when you do drive, fill up with Getty. No lead for cars built after 1971, premium for cars built before 1971. Getty. We've got what's best for your car and for you. Mail call. Oh, there's lots of mail today, honey. Your magazine, my magazine. Your bank statement, my bank pack statement. Still only paying two fifty a month at European American? Nope. <laughs> I knew it. Now I pay only a dollar fifty. That's less. Then you must be getting less. No. Nope. I still get unlimited checking, free personalized checks, a free safe deposit box, and lots more. Hmm. Why, I even qualified for preferred loan rates. All that for just $1.50? That's less than I pay for checks alone. It's new. I just keep our $1,000 in a European-American savings account. Our savings earn the highest interest the law allows. And you get bank packed for just $1.50 a month? Mm-hmm. And if we kept as little as $500 in a European-American savings account, I'd pay just $2 a month for bank pack and still get interest on our savings. Bank pack for less than $2.50 a month. Hey, maybe I should switch. <laughs> okay. You cook tonight. <laughs> <laughs> European American. We've made a commitment to bring you better banking. Member FD. Changes no score. Our guest during the first intermission, Laura Stam, 
receives a gift certificate for dinner for two at Billy Paul Salty Dog Restaurant, 1166 Hempstead Turnpike across from the Coliseum. The Salty Dog specializes in steaks and seafood, and dining in their delightful upstairs aquarium dining room makes eating a unique pleasure. Well, it's an entirely different hockey game tonight from the one we saw last night. The brawling, the fighting is not been repeated. In fact, in the first period, we had only two penalties called. Bruce Hood uh, fingering Ted Urban for roughing at 7.46 and Clark Gillies for interference at 12.17. Both the Islanders and the Rangers successfully killed off those penalties. And I guess the story in the first period will have to be Billy Smith of the New York Islanders in goal. Shots on goal in the first period for the New York Rangers 15 and for the Islanders 8. And many of those 15 shots that were taken on Billy Smith were close in driving. In fact, three or four came on breakaways, and Billy was up to all of them. Another key ingredient in tonight's one-nothing score here after one period has been the ability of the Islanders to control face-offs, especially in their own end. In the first two games of the series, the New York Rangers completely dominated this statistic, which often doesn't reach the fan. But people in the know in hockey games are always looking at face-offs because when you control the puck, you're controlling the game. In the first period, there were 20 face-offs taken. The Rangers controlled 9 and the Islanders 11. If the Islanders can hold their own on face-offs, they stand a good chance in this hockey game. In another uh, semi-final series, the big upset up in Boston taking place with 10 minutes to go in the third period. It's the Chicago Blackhawks 6 and the Boston Bruins 3. Now this upset, if should it come to pass, has some implications for Islander fans. If the Islanders were to hang on and win this hockey game tonight and Toronto were to defeat L.A., that would pit the New York Islanders with the Pittsburgh Penguins in the next series. Of course, we have a lot of presumptions here, and we really don't want to get into it. While I have a moment, we'd like to remind everybody that Bill Curry, our pregame guest, receives dinner for two at the Ginger Man, located right across from the Lincoln Center in New York. at 51st, uh, 51 West 54th Street, right in the heart of the entertainment district. So the Ginger Man for Bill Curry and the Salty Dog for Laura Stam. And now the Rangers have come on ice. The Islanders have not yet made their appearance. And the score again for those who might have tuned in late. After one period of play, it's the New York Islanders won and the New York Rangers no score. The Islander goal came at the 16-minute mark of the first period and it was scored by Clark Gillies, his second goal of the playoffs, both scored here in Madison Square Garden. Bert Marshall picked up an assist along with Bobby Bourne, Bobby the guy who made the play, picking up the puck at center, coming in over the line, drawing Brad Park and Ron Harris to him, sliding the puck to Gillies on his left, and Gillies beating Gilles Villamure. Just before the goal by Gillies, the Islanders had another good opportunity when Bobby Nystrom, steaming down the right board, let go a drive which either caught Villamure a little bit by surprise or Villamure perhaps was screened because Gilles made no move at the puck the puck got by him and hit the crossbar and bounced out. Actually, it was on the ensuing rush the Islanders picked up their goal. Although the Islanders are leading in the hockey game 1-0, the Rangers, as we said, had great chances on the net. Billy Smith had to come up big on numerous occasions. The Islanders are going to have to just tighten up, protect against the long pass, and continue to check and play their position. Tom, both teams are on ice. Jean Rattel, who has to be considered, I guess, the star of the playoffs so far, Gates to center ice along with Jude Druin and as Bruce Hood steps into the faceoff, back to you. Thank you very much, Jim. And uh, Jean Rattel was great last night, as was uh, Steve Vickers. We're ready to go. Second period. 
The draw taken by Gilbert. The back pass to Park. Cross-size Harris. Ron Harris moves it out to Rattel. Intercepted by Druin. Jude has it up ahead to Westfall. Eddie left wing. Parisi. Drop pass. Lewis shoots. Deflection attempt wide. Backhander. Up over the net by Parisi. And Bruce Hood ends up on the seat of his pants. Ron Harris is down on the corner to the left of Villamure. And now Villamure gets up. <laughs> well, Dom, that looks like a Keystone comedy act with Bruce Hood sailing over Ron Harris and Gilles Villamure getting up slowly. But I'm very concerned for the health of Gilles Villamure. I walked up with him, as we said last night, out of Madison Square Garden, Gilles and his wife. And Gilles is having great difficulty just negotiating the stairs in the Coliseum. I know Bruce Hood has been over to talk to him. I know he's playing in pain, and he's a gutty little guy, and he's playing a great hockey game. He's a tremendous goaltender. He showed it last night when it counted. Gil Bear with a puck. Center right. On the right wing. And Rattel pushed away. Taken by Lewis. Lewis coming back. And Rattel steals the puck. Bruin drives him on the boards. And Lewis has got it back. To Parisi. Parisi center right. JP across the line. Left wing. West ball to Bruin. Jude collects. Right wing. The shot. Blocked. Taken by Park. The Vickers. On the left wing, behind Gilbert, it's offside. Based off of the neutral zone at center right, outside the Islanders' line. one nothing Islanders. Well, the first minute of the second period showed a little more freewheeling action with both sides opening up just a little bit. Emil Cat has told his Rangers in the locker room that unless you win today, there's no tomorrow. And the Rangers coming out, putting on pressure. Walt Kachuk is now out to replace uh, Rattel, and his combination is on for the Rangers. On the draw, taken by Jerry Hart, cross-ice it goes to Denny Potvin to Bourne, knocks away, Dennis back on it. Dennis gets it up to Harris, Billy Harris knocked down. The puck is loose, Sanderson trying to move it across the line, he does, and it is taken by Bourne, Bourne flying, across the line, left wing, Gilly shot wide. The puck was deflected just enough so that Gilly couldn't get the shot off. And the Rangers start back, Harris, cross-ice for Sanderson who gets it out to center right. Hard after the puck, knocks it away from Fairburn, collected by Billy Harris. Billy moves it in across the line. He and Sanderson after the puck, and they bang hard on the board, and the puck is taken for the Rangers by Greshner, knocked off his stick by Gilly. Harris after it, Billy Harris knocked down. We have a broken stick out of the ice. Down goes Greshner, Saint Laurent on top of him. Back come the Rangers, Kachuk with it. Walt Kachuk at center ice on the left wing, and a good check by Hart on Kachuk, and the puck is taken by Dennis Potvin to Saint Laurent. Andre, centering pass, deflected wide. Gillies after it. It's hit around the boards, Fairburn, trying to get it out, kept in by Jerry Hart. Greshner moves it to Fairburn, and again Jerry Hart moves him away. And the puck is at center ice, taken by Kachuk. Kachuk down the middle. Kachuk with a puck on the right wing. Drop pass Anderson the shot. Pickup save by Billy Smith. Face off coming to the left of Billy in the Islanders end. There's a break in the action. One nothing Islanders will be back in a moment. If you're flying to Miami Fort Lauderdale, you've got to believe Eastern can save you money. Eastern has six night coach flights to Miami Fort Lauderdale. More than any other airline that saves you about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. And you can fly to Miami Fort Lauderdale on Eastern 727 Whisper Jets with spacious redesigned interiors or on the wide-body L-1011 Whisper Liners. For reservation, call the travel specialist, your travel agent, or call Eastern, the Wings of Man. 
The draw kept in by Butler. It's in back of the Islanders' net. Lewis around the board tonight from trying to get it out. And it is called for a faceoff. Let's pause 15 seconds for station identification. Islanders lead 1-0. This is New York Islanders hockey. Hi, I'm Ken Fairchild, inviting you to join me mornings on WMCA, 6 to 10 a.m., Monday through Saturday. A battle for that puck. Centering pass taken by Scott Laurent. Two on one. Harris in the middle. Andre shoots. Post and comes out to center right. Butler with it. Moves it across the line, right wing. Down the middle, knocked away by Nystrom. Nystrom comes roaring back for the Islanders. He's at center right, shoots it in the corner, let the Villamure. Villamure moves it away from Howitt. It's up on the left wing, collected for the Rangers by Butler. Down the middle, drop pass, Butler shooting. Blow save, Smith, knocked away. Bruins got it. Jude coming back. Right wing, Nystrom across the line, drop pass, Druin to Nystrom. Nystrom out front, knocked away. Puck is loose in back of the net. Howard after it. Ron Harris has it. And a penalty coming up on Howard as he dragged Ron Harris down. So Gary will go off now for two minutes. The official time on the uh, penalty is 3.36 of the second period. The Islanders are leading one nothing, but now they're going to have to play uh, shorthanded. It'll be holding on Gary Howitt. Face off outside the Rangers line of the neutral zone at center right. Well, there's no question about the foul, Dom, but we ought to dwell just for a moment on the play which preceded it. Nystrom put a pass out to Saint Laurent, who came down two on one with Gary Howitt. Andre using Howitt as a decoy, let one go, beat Villamil cleanly, and again hit the goal post. And the Islanders now have two solid goal posts, and hockey's a game of inches. All right, we're ready now for the draw. The Islanders shorthanded once again now for two minutes. They lead in the hockey game one another. Eddie Westfall and Lauren Henning are the penalty killers. Dennis Potman, Jerry Hart. The power play for the Rangers, one of the best in the National Hockey League. Brad Park at one point with Rod Gilbert. Billy Fairburn, who has nine lifetime goals against the Islanders with Rattel and Vickers. Fairburn with a puck across the line, right wing to Rattel. Rattel knocked off his stick. Westfall's got it. Eddie trying to clear it. Banks it out to center right. Fairburn on the puck. The back pass to Gilbert. 16 minutes to go. Second period. The Islanders lead 1-0 to Park. Up in the left wing to Vickers. Right back to Rattel. Rattel down the middle. Right wing Fairburn. The shot blocked by Jerry Hart. And Fairburn is back on the puck. To Park. The shot deflected wide. Vickers has the puck. Back to the left point. Park. In the corner it goes to Vickers, out front, knocked away from Gilbert, and the beauty, and the puck is taken by Westfall, and he out, left wing, center right, Westfall wheels, back pass to Jerry Hyde, we're down to a minute to go on the penalty, to Dennis Potman, to Westfall, and he gets it to the Rangers line, 55 seconds on the penalty, back come the Rangers and Gilbert, to Raquel down the middle, drop pass, to Park, right wing, Gilbert, Slides it on the right wing to Fairburn, back to Joe Bear in the park. In the slot, Rattel backhander saved by Billy Smith. 35 seconds on the penalty. Eddie Westfall trying to clear. It's kept in by Joe Bear. To Park, to Vickers. Shot, right, saved by Billy Smith. And... Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. And we're going to have a minor 
draw, but the officials come right in. A lot of bumping and shoving in there. 28 seconds to go on the, the penalty. What a save by Billy Smith. Well, Billy Smith has just been fantastic. You can tell Billy's concentrating on hockey because, oh, here goes Gilbert and Jerry Hart now. Starting to push and shove. And now Jean Rattel, which you never see, starts to throw something in there. And Jerry Hart is being held off by Neil Armstrong. I don't think we're going to have much more than a lot of pushing and shoving here, Don, but... Billy Smith, you can tell, has come to play because he's just sitting right in that crease thinking about nothing but hockey. And when Billy's doing that, you know he's sharp. Let's see what Hood's going to call here as he skates slowly to the box. 28 seconds to go on the penalty. That's the key factor here to uh, Gary Howard. Billy Fairburn goes out. Dennis and Potvin also, like uh, he's going to go as Dennis well. Potvin will go also. So the two of them who got embroiled will go out. The official time now is five minutes and eight seconds of the uh, period. And we'll get the uh, calls now. The situation will be, four situation will be, four situation will be. Fairburn goes out. Dennis and Potvin also, like uh, he's going to go as Dennis well. Dennis Potvin will go also. So the two of them who got embroiled will go out. The official time now is five minutes and eight seconds of the uh, period, and we'll get the uh, calls now. The situation will be four on three for 28 seconds. Well, Don, this is no way an advantage. I'll enter, Jim. Charging to both. So Fairburn and uh, Dennis Potvin go out. Well, what I was going to say, Don, is that this is not an advantage because now the Islanders will be playing three against four, which is probably a more difficult situation than five against four. Four against three is a lot more difficult. In addition, the Islanders' best defenseman is sitting in the penalty box. The Islanders had a lot of practice of it last night, Jim. <laughs> they start to the left of Billy Smith. Lewis after the puck trying to clear it. He can't. Park keeps it in. Park to Gilbert. Gilbert with a puck. Moves it along the board to retell to Gilbert. The shot blocked. Westfall clears, and it goes the full length of the ice. Villabure out of the net. Islanders try to kill off the penalty. We've got five seconds on the penalty. Park, Gilbert. Gilbert right wing. Gilbert with a puck along the board. The centering pass knocked away by Smith. It's in the corner. Time up on the penalty to Howard. Both teams at full strength, and the puck is cleared. Racing for it now is Park. It'll be icing. There's a break in the action. One nothing. Islanders will be back in a moment. Just in case you've wondered why, Schaefer is the more than one beer beer. Just plain more experience is part of it. It takes experience to make any beer. But it's taken two centuries of brewing experience to make Schaefer. You see, more experience helps give Schaefer that special something more. That smooth, mellow flavor that keeps coming on beer after frosty beer. More experience is one reason... But, of course, there's more than one reason behind the one beer to have when you're having more than one. All right, we're now four on four, equal strength. And, of course, uh, the minute a man is eliminated on either side or both, it opens up the game. And then you get down to skating with each other. 14.08 to go in the second period. On the draw, the puck loose. Polo shoots, blocked by Lewis. Up on the right wing, it goes to Harris. Billy Harris with it, cross ice on the left to Burt Marshall, back to Harris. Billy out, center right. Harris has the puck knocked off his stick by Marat to Sanderson. He loses, Greshner has it at center right. Greshner across the line, down the middle. Greshner with the puck goes to the left point. His pass blocked by Marshall. Greshner back on it, Marshall moves it out to center right. Penalty 
coming up on Brinkster. The Islanders pull their goalie. Harris coming in. The shot blocked. Billy back on it. Billy knocked down. And we got a penalty coming up for tripping is the call. The official time will be 6.30 of the second period. Ron Breshner for tripping. The Islanders now will have a man advantage. We have 38 seconds to go on the penalties to uh, Billy Fairburn and Dennis Potvin. And Ron Breshner now goes out at 6.30 for tripping. Well, Don, we have the situations here reversed. Just a short while ago, it was the Rangers playing uh, four on three with the Islanders, and now with 38 seconds to go on the penalties to Fairburn and Podvin, it'll be the Islanders playing four on three. And four on threes and five on fours, five on threes, as you said, open up the ice. Certainly makes for a more exciting hockey if you're a hockey fan, but doesn't do much for coaches Al Arbor and Emil Francis. I want to remind you now, uh, the winner of this game, as we gave you some possibilities before, We'll be playing uh, Sunday, either in uh, Buffalo, Montreal, or Pittsburgh, depending on who wins in this uh, first round. Face off to the left of Villamur. On the draw, Billy Harris, right point, Sanderson intercepts. Sanderson with a puck to Ron Harris, to Sanderson, back to Harris, intercepted by Billy Harris, two on one. Billy, he's knocked down, and it's an offside on the Islanders. Face off in the center right zone, outside the Rangers line. Well, that was a big offside call because had the offside not been called, perhaps a tripping call might have been in order. As Billy Harris came over the line, he was tripped up by Marat, but the offside, which preceded the foul, takes precedence there, and the offside stands. Again, a good break for the Islanders, which they don't capitalize on. The Islanders with a man advantage, four on three in 24 seconds. It'll be five on four. Billy Fairburn, Dennis Potvin in the uh, penalty box. One nothing, the Islanders lead on the first period goal. That has been the difference so far by Gillies. On the draw, Parisi around the board. Harris trying to get it out, and Sanderson does get it out. Into the Islanders' end. Shot by Billy Smith. Billy leads it in back, collected by John Potvin. John coming back. John center right. John Potvin left wing. Parisi back to John. John Potvin right point. Drew and stick back the shot. Skips up into the crowd. And we're going to have a face-off coming up. We're down at nine seconds on the penalty to Billy Fairburn and to Dennis Potvin. The Islanders with a man advantage, a four-on-three situation. And we still have a minute 31 to go on the penalty to Gresham. Well, Don, you see a classic difference here in the styles of the two clubs. When the Rangers get the play, the power play, they move the puck looking for a close-in shot. We've seen the Islanders throughout this series when they've been up on the power play content to take the long point shot, which I think, frankly, plays into the hands of your opponent. When you have that four-on-three situation, what you want to do is move it in. The uh, clock, evidently, uh, Jim, has gone awry, and it's been wound down. The penalties now have concluded on Billy Fairburn of the Rangers and Dennis Potvin of the Islanders, so we go to a five-on-four situation. And uh, Ron Greshner now is still in the penalty box. He's got a minute and 21 seconds to go on his penalty. So the Islanders end up with a man advantage anyway. The faceoff now outside the Rangers line, neutral zone at center right. And that puts Dennis Potvin out on the point where he can really do damage. So this here with now is 121 to go. The Islanders have a good opportunity to set it up. One change in the power play. Billy Harris has been inserted on right wing with Parisi and Drew Drawn and Eddie Westfall sitting. Ready now for the faceoff. Sanderson and Jude Druin on the draw. 
Comes back on the right to Jean Potvin. Goes to Brother Dennis. Up on the left wing ahead of Parisi. Parisi Park race for the puck in the corner. Billy Harris has it. Billy Harris with it. Billy on the right wing, wheeling away from Sanderson. Billy in the back of the net to Parisi. He's in the corner of the left of Villamure to Billy Harris. Billy now skating around, back to the right point. John Potvin, cross ice, left point, Dennis. Left wing, still in the puck is Jude Druin. Comes back to Dennis. Dennis to Parisi. Out front, Druin, his shot. He was looking for a tip in. Nobody put the stick down. John Potvin with it. John to Dennis. Dennis shoots, blocked, and the puck is at center ice. 30 seconds to go on the penalty to Grester. Dennis Potvin up to Billy Harris, the back pass to the right to John Potvin. John on the left wing ahead of Parisi. Villamure stops it, leaves it for Sanderson. He fires it around the boards, and it deflects up into the crowd, and we'll have another faceoff coming up. At the half in St. Louis in the uh, ABA playoffs, the New York Nets lead St. Louis. 50 to 48 and we'll be bringing you the uh, Nets and uh, St. Louis game if necessary next Tuesday night at the Coliseum. Face off to the left of Villamure and the Rangers end one nothing Islanders. Well the Islanders experiencing that same problem able to work the plays out at the perimeter but not getting anything in close. Hugh Druin slid the puck across the goal mouth looking for Harris but Billy was unable to get the stick to it but that's the kind of plays that'll score on the power play. 20 seconds to go on the penalty to Grester. Islanders with a man advantage, a five-on-four situation. Battle for that puck, Donald around, Nystrom, the sticks flying, Villamure out of the net. He bangs it around the boards. Dennis Potvin trying to keep it in. Dennis does. Dennis with it to Nystrom, right point. John Potvin shoots, scores! And the Islanders lead it two to nothing. And it's a power play goal. Four seconds to go on the penalty to Grester. And the Islanders now have gone up by two. The official time, 8.26 of the second period. Tom, I think that one was tipped, and I think it'll go to either Denny Potvin or to uh, Gary Howitt, both of whom were camped in front of the goal. We talked about getting in front, that's where you score. The Islanders having two men in front of the goal, Denny Potvin and Gary Howitt, it's two to nothing. Both teams now, of course, at full strength, that terminates the power play. On the draw. It's taken by Stemkowski across the line, right wing. Lewis sends it around the board. And uh, Nystrom lets Marat declare himself and brings it out. Bob Nystrom across the line, right wing. Bob has it knocked off his stick. And Marat sends it around the board. It is taken by Howard. Dennis Potvin gets the goal on a tip in his first of the playoffs. John Potvin, Nystrom, the assist. Puck loose, bounces across the mouth of the goal. And it's... Comes out to center ice. Lewis is there. To Nystrom. Bob right back down the middle. Nystrom, quick shot. And it is blocked by Marat. He catches it in the midsection. There's a break in the action. 2-0 Islanders. We'll be back in a moment. Manhattan American continues its price rollback sale with a great deal of the 1975 Gremlin. Listen, $26.49 for the great little car of this or any other year, the 1975 Gremlin from AMC. And that includes American Motors' exclusive buyer protection plan. For $26.49, you get all the standard features and options like air conditioning, AM-FM radio, and automatic transmission. Stop in now at Manhattan American, West End Avenue at 66th Street. Get yourself a Gremlin for only $26.49. Price excludes transportation and sales tax where applicable. Zip. <coughs> Well, Jim, we still don't have any word from Boston on the uh, game with the Blackhawks. Of course, that's another big game. The draw right out in front of Villamure in the slot. 
Back to the right point. Marshall tees it up the shot. Knocked away by Villamure on the carom. Brad Park got it. Park coming back out for the Rangers. Park with it. Right after him is Jude Drone, who can skate. Park brings it out, and Drone is all over him. Drone really tying him up. Lewis comes in for the puck to help out. Gilbert's got it. He had Manzer to Rattel, backhander, partially blocked by Marshall, and the puck is taken by J.P. Parisi. Battle for that puck. Loose in back of the net. Vickers has got it. Back to the right point. Ron Harris shoots. The deflection is up over the net. Billy didn't see it. Vickers with it. Centering pass knocked away. Billy Smith shot. The save by Billy Smith. A beauty. Another great save by Billy. And on the puck is Eddie Westfall. And he rolls it into the Rangers end. 9.50 to go. Second period. Islanders leading 2-0. What goaltending by Billy Smith. John Rattel across the line, left wing. The Vickers back to Rattel. The shot hit the side of the net. Lewis fights for the puck. In comes Marshall. It's called for a stoppage in play. And with 9.37 to go, we will have a face-off to the right of Billy Smith. Well, it's official now up in Boston. The Boston Bruins. Long-time Stanley Cup club that's always been considered one of the favorites with Bobby Orr and Celeste Zito and company. And they've been eliminated down from this year's finals and an upset, a sparkling upset at that. The Chicago Blackhawks, third place in their division, and uh, they've eliminated the Bruins by the score of six to four. Congratulations to the Blackhawks, and uh, on they go in the Stanley Cup. That means that neither the Rangers or the Islanders will go to Buffalo. Ready now for the draw. The Rangers fans really coming to life. They're trying to urge their team into the uh, quarterfinal round. Billy Smith has been the difference so far. Bruce Hood, Neil Armstrong, Ray Scapanello. They've got their work cut out for them. And uh, Bruce Hood has done an excellent job, uh, Jim, trying to control the uh, game. It's been a tough one. We're going to do it again. Puck went down. We'll have another face-off. 9.37 to go in the second period. Islanders lead 2-0. Don't forget now, New York Yankee baseball tomorrow afternoon. 2.05 for New York Yankees warm-up. So be sure and join us here on WMCA. The Yankees and the Tigers. Ready now for the draw. Puck loose. Dennis Potvin fires it around the boards. Jerry Hart's got it. Hart trying to get it out. Up to Gillies. Tips it to Bourne. He's racing with Marat. He comes in. Down the middle. It's on a great save by Villamure. What a save by Villamure. Harris was set up by Bourne. And the puck is in back of the Islanders' net. Around the board, second by Danny Potvin to Bourne. Tips it to center ice. 9.05 to go in the second period. 2-0 Islanders. And it was almost three, but Villamure with a fantastic save. Puck sent into the Islanders' end to the left of Billy Smith. Gillies gets it around the board. Gillies fights for it to Harris. Billy has it. Goes to his left for Bobby Bourne. He gets out to center ice. Bourne after the puck. Bourne now having trouble. Loses to Fairburn. Fairburn with it. He's in the corner of the left of Billy Smith. The Islanders furiously trying to get it out. The Rangers fighting to keep it in. And the battle continues for the puck. Banged around. Fairburn's got it. Fairburn, right wing, coming in, down the middle. Knocked away. Fairburn again on the puck. Fairburn spun around. Penalty coming up on Jerry Hart. And the official time on the penalty now is 11.32 of the period. There's a break in the action. 2-0 Islanders will be back in a moment. You must have a comment on whether or not you think the Yanks will win the pennant. 
Well, that's what WMCA is all about, and that's what my program is all about. Hello, I'm John Sterling, and I talk sports every weekday evening from 7 to 10, and all Saturday afternoon as well. And I want to talk to you. Gary Hart goes out for holding at 11.32. The Islanders now are shorthanded once again. They've been shorthanded once, two times, three, fourth penalty on the Islanders. On the draw to Billy Smith. Billy sends it back to the left point area. Park keeps it in. Rangers now really pressing. Lewis trying to get it out. Roger Bear's got it. Eddie Westfall pushes him out of uh, the zone. Centering pass. Vickers to Park. Left point. The shot blocked and cleared by Henning. Eight minutes to go in the second period. Both teams with furious action. What a game. As both have settled down to the game of hockey. On the puck. Is Rattel across the line, right wing to Fairburn, centering pass deflected. Park keeps it in. Goes to Joe Bear. His pass knocked away. Any West ball clears. And he sends it back of the Rangers' end. We're down to a minute and ten to go on the penalty to Jerry Hart, who went out for holding. The Rangers come back. With it now is Rattel. His pass blocked. Park shoots. Great save by Billy Smith. Park again on the puck. In the corner of the right of Billy Smith. And look at this. Butler and Lewis fighting in the crease. And they're going at it. And the puck is loose. Billy Smith sits on it. And here's a real draw now. As uh, Butler jumps on top of Lewis. And now Lewis is on top of Butler. Well, this one's a real pier sixer as Butler was sent in there to stir it up. And now we've got bodies all over the ice. It looks a little bit like last night. Bert Marshall was down on the ice with Brad Park, and they let each other up as the officials now separate Butler and uh, Lewis. Both of them tangling in front of the net. Lewis doing his job, trying to keep Butler away. Jerry Butler trying to stir it up. And, uh, I think they both got to go for five here. Well, the big thing is that the puck was smothered in the crease, and that's what it's all about. We got 48 seconds but, to go on the penalty to Hart. Tom, I hate to interrupt you, but I think Butler may have lost a tooth as they're looking around down there in the ice now, or maybe a contact lens, because now Butler's skating off. I was going to say, because most of the boys have lost their teeth. <laughs> Butler, of course, a very aggressive guy. He's in the penalty box. Lewis is going to join him. You could see it coming, because Butler wanted to try to stay in the slot. Then he got into the uh, crease area. And Billy Smith wanted him out of there. Lewis did the right thing. He tried to get him out of there, and you knew there was going to be a battle. Well, I hope this is five and five, Don, because I think what Emil may have wanted was a couple of two-minute penalties to set up a four-on-three situation. I hope they each get five here. Oh, no. Yes, okay. They're both going to go for seven minutes, so that, that'll be a coincidental penalty, and there'll be no manpower shortage as a result. All right, 48 seconds to go on the uh, penalty to Jerry Hart. The Islanders are short-handed. The Rangers and the Islanders battling furiously here. 7-16 to go in the uh, second period. And the Islanders lead it 2 to nothing. And the hunt continues for a contact lens. And Jim, you can imagine, it's a very, very light tissue on top of that ice. It's almost impossible to find. Right, it is. I noticed Butler has a gorse pad, though, Dom, down there in the penalty box. So uh, I'm not certain that he wears contact lenses, are you? 
I don't know at all, uh, Jim, whether he does. Both of them got in good shots, though. We wouldn't want to give them the wrong impression. I think the first four rounds of the brawl went to Butler, and I guess the last four went to Lewis, and we gave him a draw. I tell you, Jim, you remind me of Johnny Addy. Uh, was he one of your favorites? <laughs> yes, he was. On the puck is Henning. Henning to Denny Potman in. Shut goes! And the Islanders go out front three to nothing. And it's a shorthanded goal for Dennis Potman. The official time of the goal, 12.51 of the second period. Well, Lauren Henning made the play. Lauren Henning blocking the pass, sending Dennis Potman in, and with 41 seconds, still up on the board in the penalty, Potman cleanly beating Villamuro with a slap shot. And all of a sudden, this garden crowd is really shocked. They don't believe what they're seeing, Dom, as the Islanders jump out 3-0. Well, it's not over. We got 7.09 to go here in the second period, the entire third period. The Islanders are still shorthanded. A sh shorthanded goal for Denny Potvin. Dennis Potvin from Lord Henning. Joe Bear across the line, right wing. Eddie Westfall has the puck, gets it out to center ice, and it rolls into the Rangers' end. 7, 12.51, the official time of the goal. For Dennis' second goal of the night, second of the playoffs. Rick Middleton up to his own line. The puck taken by Butler down the middle of Rattel. He's ridden off. And Burt Marshall's got it. Rattel fighting for the puck. It's in the corner. Urban after it. Dennis Potvin clears. Three seconds. Two. One. And time up on the penalty. Both teams at full strength. Roger Bear with a puck. The Islanders change to the fly. To Stemkowski up on the left wing. And the puck is knocked away by Danny Potvin. Regained by Stemkowski to Ted Urban. Taken by McMillan. McMillan two on one. Left wing, shot, save, shot, great save. The shot off the post by Saint Laurent. Villamure with a couple of great saves. The Islanders with another great opportunity. Six minutes to play in the second period. And the puck is battled for and sat on along the board to the right of the goaltender, Villamure. The Islanders lead it 3-0, 5.56 to go, second period. Well, the Islanders coming very close there to making it 4-0. And now Eddie Jockerman is jumping over the board tonight. Can't remember when I've seen so many goaltenders yanked as in games between the Islanders and the Rangers. Still Villamure to give him his due time. I really think it's hurting. He's been moving very slowly and uh, he did his best out there tonight. He's a great goaltender and I think the leg was really bothering him. It was, and he is a great goaltender, and he did an outstanding job. And uh, Villamure, of course, uh, not happy with himself. He's a great competitor, but he really was great last night and again tonight. Face off to the right of Eddie Jackman, who comes in now, and it'll be the right of Eddie in the Rangers' end. Well, Andre Sarmaran had a great opportunity there to make it 4 nothing right before the goalie change, and we ought to point out that Jackman comes into the game cold, his last warm-up was some 15 minutes before the game, and he really didn't warm up very well as he was not the starter here tonight. On the draw, taken by Ron Harris, to center right to Urban, back to Semkowski, knocked off his stick. The puck in the Islanders' end, Billy Smith, sticks it to the corner to his left. And Jerry Hart is after it. And we're going to have a face-off coming up and a slashing call coming up. The official time on that slashing penalty now is going to be 14 minutes and 20 seconds of the second period. Let's pause 15 seconds for station identification. The Islanders lead 3-0. This is New York Islanders hockey. 
This is WMCA New York. I'm Leon Lewis. Catch me every afternoon, 12.15 till 3. We'll talk. 489-1155. Ron Harris, two minutes for slashing. The Islanders now have uh, Dave Lewis still in the penalty box who was involved in that brawl with uh, Butler. But, of course, uh, those were uh, coincidental majors, so it didn't matter. So now we have a five-on-four situation. The Islanders with a man advantage. They lead in the hockey game three to nothing. 5.40 to play, second period. Billy Harris with a puck. Billy tried to move around Park, and Park makes a good play and knocks it away. Kachuk's got it. Walt Kachuk down the middle. Kachuk trying to control it. Knocked away. Dennis Potman. He's got two goals tonight. Down the middle. Left wing. Bourne shoots wide. The camera on the board. Billy Harris coming in from the right wing. Billy trying to control. Harris ridden up against the boards. Back to the right point. John Potman with it. John being held by Kachuk. And the puck is cleared by Marat. And back of the net, Billy Smith stops it. We're down to five minutes to go now in the second period. The Islanders lead 3-0. We're under five minutes. Back comes a John Potman. John at center ice. John Potman, right wing, Bourne. Bourne, quick shot wide. Stopped by Jackman. He moves it around Gillies. It's on the right wing board. Trying to bring it out now is Brad Park. Park loses it to Bourne. Bourne goes cross ice. Nobody there. Gillies over for the puck. John Potman shooting. Partially blocked. Loose. Knocked down is Billy Harris. And the puck is cleared by Billy Fairburn the full length of the ice. 50 seconds to go on the penalty now to Ron Harris. Dennis Potman's got it. Fires it around the boards to Gary Howard. Howard at center ice. Gary across the line, left wing to Saint Laurent on the right wing. Nice from Pippen, wide. The puck is banged by Fairburn. After it is Saint Laurent and Fairburn. Kept in by Andre. Ron Greshner's got it. 25 seconds to go on the penalty to Ron Harris. Greshner trying to skate it out. We're under four minutes to go in the second period. Greshner across the line, right wing. Greshner still controlling. He's hit under the boards. And the puck is still loose. Taken by Fairburn. Fairburn is pinned into the boards. Nystrom has it, lost it. Gets it back. And Nystrom brings it out. Nystrom with a puck center right. Cross the line right wing. Nystrom drop pass. Sean Potvin shoots. Blocked by Gresher. And the puck is lifted to center right over the stick of uh, Stemkowski. And time is up on the penalty. Both teams are at full strength. Three and a half minutes to go in the second period. To Andre Saint Laurent. Andre has it knocked off his stick. Gary Howard's got it. Howard on the left wing. Howard loses to Stemkowski. The Rangers come back. Stemkowski with it. Stemkowski down the middle. He shoots. Blocked by Jean Potvin. Bob Nystrom comes back with Potvin. Jean across the line. Right wing. Jean Potvin to Nystrom. The shot is saved by Jacobin. He moves into the corner to his right. Centering pass. Back to the left point. Deep out front. Marshall shoots. Knocked down in front. Howard after the puck. Right point. John Potvin. His pass cross ice to the left point. And it is behind Bird Marshall. Back comes Jean Rattel. Rattel has a knocked off his stick. The Stamkowski down the middle. It's a flex up in the air. Pushed away by Howard. Nystrom after the puck. Nystrom around Greshner. Nystrom has a man in front drawing. The centering pass. Howard. The shot a save. And another great save by Jackman. Back comes Rattel. The Beverly. This is amazing. He went Jacobin hit him three or four times, Tom, and, and he, never threw a punch. He didn't hit him. 
I don't understand that. Oh, I do. He saw the play. Jackman was called for cross checking. Hood had his hand up, calling the check. Gary did not want to go back at him, figuring now they ought to be too cold to be called by Jackman. Smart hits up play by Gary Howard. Let's see how they call it, however. A crowd chanting Eddie. But of course, uh, Tom, I, I must say that Gary Howard there showed tremendous poise. Gary's a competitor. We both know that. Gary held his hands up in right. the air, stepped back, and never threw a punch. Let's see what happens, though. Let's get the call first. Gary's probably saying to uh, Jackman, we'll see you later. And of course, Eddie Jackman's not going to back off either. He's a great competitor. Let's get the call now. This is what I mean. Look at this. Oh, now Howard's going to get a penalty. I knew it. Oh, man. All right, let's see how they call it, and then we'll give it to you. The official time of the penalty will be 17.34 of the uh, second period. The Islanders are leading 3-0. Bob Nystrom, his best friend, tells him to go to the uh, penalty box, and uh, we were following the puck as Jim gave it to you now. Let's get these calls first. That's why Gary Howard wouldn't fight with him. He wanted the uh, advantage. And Jackman knew it and tried to draw him into it, and Eddie got away with it. Well, it remains to be seen what the total calls will be. I know Hood had his hand raised for Jackman on the cross check. Let's see what happens in the fighting situation. I somehow have to believe Hood was looking right at it. I know he saw the play. I think the Islanders ought to get an advantage out of this situation. All right, it's three to nothing, second period. The Islanders lead, 2.26 to go. Chicago has already defeated Boston in a best two out of three. So that means the Islanders will not play in Buffalo. Now, with Chicago winning, we have to wait and see who wins between Los Angeles and Toronto. Here are the penalties now. Gary Howard's going to uh, go off. He already has. Roughing on Gary Howard. Two minutes for roughing, two minutes for cross-checking. Game misconduct for Pete Stemkowski, who was the third man of the fight. Well, Dom, I have to say that's fairly equitable. I knew that the call was going to go to Jackman for roughing. I saw the roughing, I saw Hood's hand go up. The only smart move that Gary made, Gary took a punch or two, and you have to give Gary a lot of credit. They gave him roughing. I don't think he was guilty of roughing myself, but if you had a look at it objectively, I thought Hood handled that situation very well. He's done a great job, really. This is a very spirited game. It's a very difficult game to call. I think he's handled it extremely well, and you know how high tempers are because all the marbles are on the table. So to recap it for you, Eddie Jacobin will have his penalty served by Nick Beverly. He gets two minutes for roughing, two minutes for the cross check. Gary Howard, two minutes for roughing. Pete Stemkowski, the game misconduct. He was the third man of the fight. So he's out for the remainder of the game. However, there's no loss of personnel on the ice. So the Islanders are going to come out of this thing with a man advantage. And that's the most important thing. Well, they may come out of it with even more than that, Tom, because we've seen Billy Smith get involved in these kinds of things. And I don't believe a goaltender who gets involved in fighting is truly concentrating on being a goaltender. I know Smitty usually gets involved in games when the Islanders are either way up or way out. And uh, the Rangers right here, you know, can ill afford to give up another goal. Jackman's been brought in out of the bullpen to stem the tide. The first thing he does is get involved in a scrap. Gary, who I've known Gary a while, and Gary, I, let's say to be truthful, has provoked on occasion. But in that particular situation, 
Gary Howitt was very, very innocent. He was skating away from Jackman. Jackman came out of the crease to cross-check him. That was the first two-minute roughing call. Gary just stepped around, looked at Jackman. Jackman threw at least one or two punches, and Gary really made no effort to hit the goaltender. All right, ready for the draw now outside the Rangers' line. It's a four-on-four -four situation for two minutes. Then the Islanders are going to get the man advantage for the other two minutes. On the puck, Ron Harris. Cross the line, left wing. Harris with the puck, it's offside. Face off in the neutral zone at center ice outside the Islanders' line. 2.15 to go, second period. Islanders out front, 3-0. First period goal by Clark Gilly. Second period, Dennis Potvin has a power play goal and a shorthanded goal. He has been brilliant tonight. On the draw, in the corner of the left of Billy Smith. Burt Marshall banks it around the board. Jean Potvin's got it. Jean trying to get it out. Wheels to the right of his goaltender. Goes to Marshall, back to Jean Potvin. Jean up on the right wing, off the stick of Jude Druin. Goes after the puck. So does Harris. It's in back of the net. We're into two minutes to go now in the second period. To Jean Rattel right back to Brad Park. Park comes out up the middle. Center right. Park coming across the line, right wing. Park with a puck. Park still controlling, wheeling. Park to Harris, right point, shot wide. And the carom rolls all the way out to center right. Minute and a half to go in the second period. And we have a minute to go in the penalty to Howitt before the Islanders get the man advantage. And the puck fired in the Islanders and Burt Marshall has it. Burt in back of the net, Jill Bear is forechecking. Burt now trying to get it out. Burt with it up on the left wing, off the board. Jude Druin with a puck. Centerized Jude coming across the line down the middle. Jude Druin trying to move around Ron Harris. Still has the puck. Knocked away by Jackman. And Brad Park has it. Minutes to go in the second period. 3-0 Islanders. Jackman just moves the puck in back of the net. 30 seconds to go on the penalty to uh, Gary Howitt. And then the Islanders will have a man advantage. Eddie Westfall has the puck. He steals it on the right wing. Eddie loses to Sean Rattel. Rattel coming back. Back pass to Brad Park. Park brings it out. Center right. Park. Cross the line. Drop pass. Harris. Down the middle. Shoot shot. Saved by Billy Smith. And the puck is battled for. And Dennis Potvin clears. Gillies collects. Two on one. Clark shoots. Knocked down. The shot up over the net. Hit the top of the crossbar. It grazed it. And the Islanders now have a man advantage. As Howard's penalties up. On the puck, Burt Marshall goes to his right. Dennis Potvin to Westfall. Eddie to Howard. Left wing. Gillies shoots. A save and a beauty by Jackman. Out front. Deflected away. Marshall with it. Burt shot. Blocked. Eddie Westfall keeps it in. And that ought to do it for the period. And that's it. At the end of two full periods of play, the Islanders lead 3-0. Have you noticed how many banks now charge 15 cents per check with their special checking account? Hey, buddy, keep it down, will you? It's inflation. I ask you to keep it down. That's why European American Bank introduces noflation checking. Are you going to keep it down or not? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Noflation means the per check charge at European American is still just 10 cents. There's no minimum balance and the service charge is still just 75 cents per month. Checks still just 10 cents at European American? Yeah. You did keep it down. European American Bank. Member FDIC. We've made a commitment to bring you better banking. Yankees. Abdul Jabbar. Raiders. Cesar Cedeno. Mets. Hi, this is John Sterling. Names, faces, and places in the sports world. We take them all in and argue them out every evening, Monday through Friday from 7 to 10, and all afternoon on Saturday. Larry Zonka. WMCA Sports. John Sterling.
here's a word from the number one beer in New York. New York is full of landmarks. The Battery, Washington Square, Shea Stadium. And over on Kent Avenue in Brooklyn, there's another landmark, the Schaefer Brewery. Since 1842, there's always been a Schaefer Brewery in New York. Because New York has always liked Schaefer's way of tasting first beer good, beer after beer, year after year. Schaefer's a beer born and brewed right here in New York. It's New York's number one beer. With the Islanders leading one to nothing, Dennis Potvan picked up a power play goal from John Potvan and Bob Knight from an 8.26 to make it two to nothing. And then Dennis Potvan, a shorthanded goal, his second of the playoffs from Lauren Henning at 12.51 made it three to nothing. Shots on goal, 13 for the Islanders, 11 for the Rangers in the second period. The Rangers have outshot the Islanders 26-21 after two periods. Intermission highlights are next on New York Islanders hockey. Three nothing Islanders will be back in a moment. On July 1st, 1974, after years of selling only one kind of gasoline, premium, the Getty Oil Company introduced a new gasoline, Getty Noled. The kind of gasoline most 1971 through 1974 cars can run on, and most 1975 cars have to run on. Like most oil companies, we at Getty expected our Noled to account for only 5 to 10% of our sales. But we had a surprise. We're selling twice as much Getty No-Lead as we thought. Maybe it's because Getty No-Lead is a little bit better than a No-Lead has to be. So it gave people the kind of performance they wanted, and they gave us their business. Remember, don't waste gasoline. But when you do drive, fill up with Getty. Premium or No-Lead? Getty, we've got what's best for your car. This is Jim Garvey at Madison Square Garden with a score after two periods of play. The New York Rangers no score and the New York Islanders three. Yes, that's right. It's the New York Islanders three and the Rangers no score and what has to be considered quite an upset in the making here at the Garden tonight. Certainly a pleasure for me to welcome to our Islander Highlights program here an old friend, a fellow who is probably better known to a lot of our listeners out there as the voice of the New York Yankees, the scooter Phil Rizzuto. And Phil, welcome. Thank you very much, and this is one of the most exciting games I uh, believe I've seen. Of course, they're all exciting when they're fighting to get in the finals of the Stanley Cup, but what impresses me is the fact that the Islanders are outplaying the Rangers so much that it looks like the Islanders have more men on the ice. Well, Phil, it certainly does, and I think you made a, a very perceptive comment as an athlete would while we were off the air here, and I think... The, I'd like to ask you again what you think is making the difference in this skating ability, and I think I'll let you tell our fans. Well, Jim, it looked to me like uh, the Rangers uh, don't have the youth that the Islanders have, and those young legs have just caught up and passed the Rangers now, and they're playing so much better hockey. It seems like they've had more uh, two-on-ones and uh, three-on-ones than the Rangers have had in the whole ballgame. Well, Phil, I couldn't agree with you more as we finished that second period with the Islanders on the manpower advantage. They came in three-on-one again, and except for some sparkling work by Jacquemin in the Ranger cage, it could be 4-0 right now. It certainly could. You know, it was interesting, Jim, because uh, you were telling me about Billy Smith and Nett, 
And I've only seen the Islanders two other times in person, never against the Rangers. I've seen them on TV a lot. But it seems like, as you mentioned, if Billy Smith stops the first few uh, hard shots at him, he's tough, and I don't see how they can get one by him tonight. Almost looks like he's got a magnet in his whole body to attract that puck. Boy, it sure does. You know, Phil, earlier in the season, right here in this very building, Billy Smith was victimized by three early goals in the first oh, four minutes of a hockey game with Rangers. They came out from the blue line. They were scored by Gilles Marat, Beverly, you know, fellows who don't usually score. Uh -huh. They were long drives, and I think Billy was a little shell-shocked for about two weeks, and Coach Al Arbor really didn't use him in this building again. Glenn Resch was playing all the Ranger games, in fact, doing pretty well until last night. And this was quite a startling revelation to a lot of the hockey people here who really expected Resch to be in the cage. Al Alba went out on a limb, but gee, Al Alba's been doing that all year, and that's why he's the NHL coach of the year. And in my book, he's the coach of a, of a lifetime for the Islanders because he came right back in here with Billy Smith, and as you called it, Billy looks like he's unbeatable here tonight. Well, you know, you've got to give Arbor a lot of credit. There are a lot of coaches, and I know, uh, that have cracked under the strain a lot less than uh, Al is going through. But he must be instilling a lot of confidence in this club. Uh, the Potvin brothers, uh, John and uh, Dennis. Of course, Dennis has two goals tonight. One on a deflection on a shot by his brother. But uh, he's such a tough kid and such an outstanding player to be that young. That uh, I think I heard a couple interviews where the Islanders, after they beat the Rangers in that first game, said that in prior games they had played against the Rangers, they were so in awe of the Rangers. You know, they had read about them, and, and here they were playing against them. But after that first game, they kind of got their feet wet. It's just like a ball player in a World Series. You're nervous until the game starts. And now they're playing them, uh, well, better than even up. And uh, I'm sure the Islander fans are very happy. Well, Phil, you know, the way the schedule maker uh, came through this season, the Islanders and Rangers met twice during the last week of the regular season. Both of those were big games as the two clubs finished with identical point totals of 88. Many folks felt that this was a fluke. The Rangers were given the odd game in the garden because of more wins. And the Rangers had never been defeated by the Islanders in Madison Square Garden in the three years of existence that these two teams have played games. So that last game, while it really didn't matter too much in the final overall standings, I think psychologically, gave this Islander club a big lift when they knew they could beat this club in this building. Well, that's got a lot to do with getting confidence that uh, just playing that game and knowing what they can do and what their potential is, and as soon as they loosen up, they're playing excellent hockey. Uh, I'd like to see, you know, I, I can't figure out, you and Dom were trying to tell me who will play who if the, the Islanders do win this game, but I guess to the Islanders it doesn't matter too much except that uh, if they do have to go against Montreal, it'll be a lot tougher than going against some of the other clubs. Right, and I'm sure, Phil, the same confusion that you had and I had is certainly going through the minds of our listeners out there, and I'll try to bring you up to date here very briefly. Good. If the Islanders are successful in holding this lead here tonight, who they play will be contingent upon the game between the L.A. Kings and the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Chicago Blackhawks, for late tuners in, have already defeated the Boston Bruins up in Boston by a 6-4 to count. So if the L.A. Kings defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs, it'll be the Islanders in Montreal. If, on the other hand, the Toronto Maple Leafs are successful up there, it will be the Islanders in Pittsburgh. Certainly a better draw for the Islanders. So I'm sure Islander fans, in addition to rooting for their own club, are rooting for the Maple Leafs out on the coast. Well, I'm sure they are, because it means an awful lot. Uh, because if they can get by Pittsburgh, then that means they would be in the finals of the Stanley Cup. Well, that's... 
That's about it, Phil. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, that'd be unbelievable. And uh, New York deserves one one team in the finals this year. Of course, they've got the Nets over there who uh, always seem to do well. The Knicks are struggling very badly, and the uh, Yankees and the Mets. It's too long a season to tell what's going to happen, but it's been too long uh, outside of the Nets for a New York team not to win some kind of a championship. Well, Phil, you know, uh, you certainly, as the shortstop in a great Yankee club that probably was the club I idolized most when I grew up, uh, know a great deal about that, and we are certainly happy to have you and the Yankees on WMCA, and, you know, you're one of us now. Let's talk a little baseball, if we would, for a couple of minutes. The Catfish went today, and... From what you were telling me, except for a couple of bad pitches, he pitched a pretty creditable game. He did. At one point, he retired 13 men in a row, but as I said, he made two bad pitches. Uh, one of them to Willie Horton in the first inning with a man on. Uh, Willie hit out in the Flushing Bay, and then in the sixth inning, uh, he walked his first man of the ball game. That always is trouble for a good control pitcher. Uh, another man got on on a base hit, and then he grooved one, just got it up a little too high to Nate Colbert, who the Tigers got from San Diego, and he hit it out in the bullpen in left field and uh, five runs all of them on homers were just enough and then Mickey Lolich who had been struggling had the bases loaded nobody out they brought in John Hiller pitched to Bobby Bonds bases loaded and nobody out we didn't score he struck Bonds out and Bob Oliver hit into a double play well Hiller's one of the best coming out of the bullpen and it's obvious that he's in midseason form but Phil you know it's early in the season and you know you pick up the newspapers and you see the Yankees have dropped their first two games and People are wondering what's wrong with the Yankees. I know they've had some nagging injuries. I've been reading that Elliot Maddox and Roy White have had thumb injuries. Yes, and I know gripping that bat in the cold weather can't help when you have no, a thumb injury. Absolutely not. But I'll tell you something. Jim, you and Dom, after doing a game here, if you had to do a baseball game, it'd be like a picnic. I have always contended, and I've never gotten an argument, that you get more for your money watching a hockey game than any other sport. It's the fastest game I know with continuous action all the time. And I don't think there's any better place to be if you want excitement than at a hockey game. Well, coming from Phil Rizzuto, who's certainly uh, an accomplished golfer, a great baseball player, and an avid sportsman in, in every sport, football, basketball, and the like, I think that's a great compliment to hockey. And Phil, I've been involved in all of those myself a little bit, and I couldn't agree with you more. It's my first year here with the Islanders, and it's been one of the most pleasant years I've ever had. I think coming to the games, getting to know these young players and the coaches and the fans, I think have made it great. But the game of hockey is just, here you have a game, it's 3 nothing. Uh, in some other sports, you know, you take a big lead into the closing moments and it's uh, everybody's out for air, you know. Yeah, but in right. this one, I expect to see the Rangers come out flying because there's no tomorrow. That's true. And of course, it's nice to be on a winner too, Jim. It makes the, uh, uh, the games you're doing so much more exciting and uh, the fans appreciate it so much more. And I've, you know, it's interesting, uh, I was listening to you and Dom last night, and it wasn't that good a game because of so many fights, but I tell you, you really got excited during those fights, and it was very funny and interesting listening to you describe the fights. Oh, there comes, look at this! I was wishing I could see it on TV, we don't happen to have cable, so I was listening to you and Dom, and it was exciting, but uh, the, tonight, I think it's, it's got to be one of the best played hockey games that uh, people in New York have had the privilege to watch. Well, uh, Phil, you know, after the game, I met Frank Advari, who was the chief of officials, and we, was, we had an animated discussion downstairs, and Tom told me, he said, if Phil Rizzuto were here, your rating would be at least 126, holy cow. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I say, hockey is so exciting. I mean, it's, it's so interesting that there's continuous play, and you've got to be 
uh, right on the ball all the time. I, I'm, I'm amazed at the way Dom is able to handle it. Uh, I don't know whether you do any play-by-play, -play, Jim, but uh, I know you do the color very well and handle it very well, but the play-by-play -play is so fast-moving, and with the lines changing and everything, is. I mean, you've really got to be on the ball to keep track of all the players in the game. Well, I think the Islanders have a find in Dom Valentino. He's not here to hear you and I, but after working with Dom for a whole season, Phil, he's a pro. And in addition to that, I think he engenders in the game. He has a real interest in the game and in the club, and I think that's important. He just doesn't come out here to kind of give a superficial effort to it. He's, he's into every game. He does his homework before the games, and he's a real pro. Well, he's doing the same thing in baseball with the Yankees, and I know he does it with the Nets, too, because I've heard him and been with him many times. And I think it's just great to have Dom uh, with the Yankees, and, of course, the Islander fans, I'm sure, are very happy. Well, Phil, I'd like to wish you and the New York Yankees the best of luck, and... I know that come October, we'll be bringing another championship home in American League pennant. And we'd like to present you with a $25 gift certificate from Getty, the company that has just introduced Getty No-Lead Gasoline. When you use Getty No-Lead in your newer late-model automobile, the emission control system should stay cleaner, and that means your gas mileage should improve. Getty No-Lead, Getty's newest way of giving you more for your money. Phil, we'll get together on the link sometime. Good luck this season, and it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Jim, very much. Third period action is next on New York Islander Hockey. We'll be back in a moment. Have you heard about the unbelievable new car for 1975? It's the Pacer from AMC. Hi, this is Dom Valentino, and when I say unbelievable, here's what I mean. Imagine a car that's wider than a Chevelle, smaller than a Vega, has more interior room, then cars a lot larger, looks a little like a second cousin to a Porsche, and has features that make it the most unusual car on the road today. Now you're just beginning to find out about the Pacer. And when you go to Manhattan American, they'll show you how you can get a deal on this great car from AMC. How you can be dollars ahead of the game and get a car that delivers economy without sacrificing performance. Go on in and see the Pacer. Test drive the Pacer and talk to Manhattan American about dollars. If it's something extra you want in the way of a car, it's the Pacer. For something extra in the way you'll save money and be treated, it's Manhattan American Motors. Mail call. Oh, there's lots of mail today, honey. Your magazine, my magazine. Your bank statement, my bank tax statement. Still only paying two fifty a month at European American? Nope. <laughs> I knew it. Now I pay only a dollar fifty. That's less. Then you must be getting less. Nope. I still get unlimited checking, free personalized checks, a free safe deposit box, and lots more. Hmm. Why, I even qualified for preferred loan rates. All that for just a dollar fifty? That's less than I pay for checks alone. It's new. I just keep our thousand dollars in a European American savings account. Our savings earn the highest interest the law allows. And you get bank packed for just a dollar fifty a month? Mm-hmm. And if we kept as little as five hundred dollars in a European American savings account. I pay just $2 a month for bank pack and still get interest on our savings. Bank pack for less than two fifty a month. Hey, maybe I should switch. Okay. You <laughs> We've made a commitment to bring you better banking. leading three to nothing we're ready to go now with the start of the third period the islanders have a man advantage for one minute 34 seconds at the start of the uh, period billy smith on the eighth avenue side of uh, madison square garden and on the seventh avenue side is eddie jackman and the uh, door sprung open now words are being exchanged, and we're going to do this again. 
Eddie Westfall skates off. All right, Highlanders trying to hang on now. They lead it 3-0, the game is not over. It's been a battle here at Madison Square Garden. The draw goes to Jerry Hart. Hart's got it in back of his own net. Hart now bringing it out. Up on the left wing, it goes to Bourne. Bourne to Gillies. Gillies shoots it in the Rangers' end. Jackman knocks it away from Bob Bourne. Fairburn after the puck, and he clears. Puck goes around the boards and back of the Islanders' net. On it is Billy Smith. Smith now leads it in back for Dennis Potvin. Dennis has been great tonight. Two goals, shorthanded and a power play goal. To Bob Bourne to Dennis. Dennis Potman down the middle, right wing. Bourne, Bourne right around Kachuk. Bourne centering pass, and Kachuk is there to cut it off. On the right wing, it goes to Fairburn and Harris. Tries to tie him up, and he does. Billy Harris has the puck at his own line. Billy wheeling, Harris coming right back. Harris is dumped, and the puck goes to Jackman. Jackman knocks it away. Walt Kachuk has it. Walt Kachuk with it. Bringing it out. 30 seconds on the penalty. Kachuk with a puck. Kachuk sends it back to Brad Park at his own line. 25 seconds on the penalty. To Gilles Marat. Marat with it now. Cross ice to Park. Right back to Marat. Hard drive. Pickup save by Billy Smith, who goes sprawling on the ice. Leads it in back of the net. 10 seconds on the penalty. Gary Hart with it. Gary now wheeling. Sanderson after him. Up on the left wing to Howard. Right back to Saint Laurent. Andre with two seconds on the penalty. Andre has it knocked off his stick, and Gresham's got the puck. Beverly on the ice, penalty now on the Islanders for tripping. And the official time on the penalty now is going to be 1.39 of the period. And let's get uh, the official call, and these are going to hurt. You just can't keep killing penalties all night. It's on Gary Howitt. Let's pause 15 seconds for station identification. The Islanders lead 3-0. This is New York Islanders hockey. WMCA New York. This is Bob Grant, hoping you'll join me at my new time every day from 3 to 7. Ready now for the draw outside the Islanders line. The Rangers again now with a power play. Gary Howard, two minutes for tripping at 1.39. John Rattel and Eddie Westfall. Buck is taken by Brad Park. Park in his own zone, goes cross ice, a bouncing puck to Gilbert. Gilbert now starts back for the Rangers to Park. Park loses it. Back on it is Vickers for the Rangers. Vickers with it to Rattel ahead of him. Burt Marshall trying to get it out. And it is kept in by Brad Park to Gilbert. Gilbert right back to Park. Left point shot. Saved by Billy Smith. Beautiful glove saved by Billy. And we're down to 132 to go on the penalty to Gary Howitt. Well, going to power play. The guy you've got to look at is Steve Vickers. Steve over 40 goals this season. Getting himself set up again in the left corner. Middleton on the right corner. So the Rangers have a lot of firepower out there this time. Ready now for the faceoff. It's in back of the net. Bert Marshall slams it around the boards and clears. Puck into the Rangers' end. Stopped by Jacobin in back of the net. He leads it for Gilbert. Gilbert now coming out. Gilbert flying to Rattel. Knocked away. Puck loose. And it is taken by Lewis who sends it back in the Rangers' end. It bounces to Jacobin. Up on the right wing to Gilbert. 
Jobert with it. Jobert up the middle. Center right. Right wing Middleton. Middleton trying to split the defense. Down the middle. The shot saved by Smith. Back to the left point. Brad Park. Park with a puck. Left wing Vickers. Vickers out front. Knocked away by Smith. Shot up over the net by Park. It's at the right point. Jobert. Jobert with it. To Brad Park at the left point. Park with a puck. To Middleton to the corner of the right of Billy Smith out front. Deflected away by Smith. Joe Bear's got it. And the shot is gloved by Billy Smith. 32 seconds to go on the penalty to Gary Howard. Islanders lead 3-0. Well, as Phil Rizzuto said during the second intermission, Billy Smith's just been like a magnet there in the Rangers in the Islander goal. Every Rangers shot just seems to be targeted at Billy. He's used his body well, he's used his glove well, and his stick well. And there are 32 seconds left in the penalty. On the draw, puck is uh, deflected around. Dennis Potman with it. Dennis clears. And it goes the full length of the ice and we're down to 20 seconds on the penalty to Gary Howitt. The Islanders shorthanded. They lead 3-0. 16 and a half minutes to play in the game. Rattel at the Islander line loses to Dennis Potman. His pass for Eddie Westfall goes into the Rangers end. Five seconds on the penalty now to Howitt. Cross ice to Joe Bear. Joe Bear with it. Two seconds. He comes out. One. Howard on the ice, both teams at full strength. And an offside on Kachuk coming down the middle. There's a break in the action, the Islanders lead 3-0. We'll be back in a moment. Ever wonder what makes Schaefer the one beer to have when you're having more than one? One reason is more than one fermentation. Most brewers just ferment their beer once. But Schaefer is fermented twice. Once to make it beer, and twice to make it Schaefer. The one beer with flavor so fine, it keeps shining through, glass after frosty glass. More than one fermentation is one reason, but of course there's more than one reason behind the one beer to have when you're having more than one. The face-off and Dennis Potvin gets it into the Rangers' end. On the puck now, Gilles Marat. Boat changer at full strength. We've got 16 minutes to play in the game. Or in the third period, we should say. Sudden death if it's tied up. Bob Bourne, driven on the board. Gillies has the puck. He loses. And it's taken by Greshner. Greshner coming back. Greshner across the line, right wing. Hart rides him off into the board. And Dennis Putman fights for that puck. Dennis has it. Dennis, a strong skater now, starts to come back out. Dennis gets it out to center right. Billy Harris uh, wanted to get it on the Islanders' side of the red line, then let it go when he couldn't. It's in the Rangers' end. Kachuk's got it. Kachuk with it. He leaves the puck for Billy Fairburn. Fairburn with it at center right, coming down the middle. Trying to split the defense, he does, score! Fairburn split the defense and scores! And it's three to one. The official time is 4.44 of the third period. Well, a great goal by Billy Fairburn. Billy doing something the clock always did here in the garden in the third period on Tuesday night. Just stepping right between the defensemen, going in, pulling out Billy Smith peeking him, throwing him to the ice and sliding the puck around him. Great goal by Billy Fairburn, his third of the playoffs. Billy, the all-time Ranger high scorer against the Islanders, and we've got a hockey game. And, of course, uh, Fairburn did what uh, Clark Gillies did here Tuesday night, and uh, Clark's goal won at 3-2. He's put the defense. Fairburn now has 10 career goals against the Islanders. And this is going to perk up the Rangers, I'm sure. As we said, this game is far from over. On the draw, Dave Lewis to Burt Marshall. 
Burt with a puck, back to Lewis. Chips at it, Joe Bear's got it, Joe Druid takes it away. Jude, center right, fires it in the Rangers' end. It rolls in back, Jackman stops it. Leaves it for Urban. Ted Urban comes out. Urban center right, shoots it wide of the Islanders' net. Billy Smith waits for Vickers, then clears it away. Centering pass, taken by Parisi. J.P. coming back. He's got Park with him. J.P., the shot, scores! And it's 4-1. to one. And now we have a wave off, no goal. And it's an offside call. Oh, man, that was a Up close right. one as J.P. let go a slap shot. Now the Ranger fans are realizing, only now do they realize that it's no goal. Fans now just realizing there's no goal. It's offside. So it stays 3-1. 14.42 to play in the third period. The draw taken by Nick Beverly in back of his own net. And, of course, these last minutes are going to be furious minutes. Beverly coming out. Up on the left wing for Vickers, deflected into the Islanders' end. Burt Marshall with it to Druin. Jude on the left wing, intercepted Joe Bear. The shot, deflected up in the air, batted by Lewis. Lewis off the board. Park trying to keep it in, he does. Taken by Lewis to center right to Parisi. He's across the line, left wing, down the middle. His pass deflected. Parisi trying to keep the puck in the zone, he does, to Jude Druin. Druin is held up. He's tied up in the corner. And the puck is kept in by Lewis. Lewis loses to Vickers to Gilbert down the middle. The puck is loose. Vickers has it. Vickers in the corner of the left to Billy Smith out front. Knocked away by Burt Marshall. And Gilbert goes out to him. Burt trying to move it around Vickers. And he pins Vickers into the board. And Jude Druin clears the puck. Deflected by Marat into the... Uh, Rangers in. 13 and a half minutes to play in the third period. Back comes Greshner and flying. Greshner center right. Coming down the middle. Greshner, a loser check. And Jerry Hart knocks Polish down. And Bob Nystrom trying to get it out. Jerry Hart after it. A battle for that puck. Dennis Potman in. Kachuk battling with Hart. Hart's got it. Hart banks it off the board. And clears it a full length of the ice. It'll be icing on the Islanders. There's a break in the action. 3-1 Islanders. We'll be back in a moment. Manhattan American continues its price rollback sale with a great deal. The 1975 Gremlin. Listen, $26.49 for the great little car of this or any other year. The 1975 Gremlin from AMC. And that includes American Motors' exclusive buyer protection plan. For $26.49, you get all the standard features and options like air conditioning, AM, FM radio, and automatic transmission. Stop in now at Manhattan American, West End Avenue at 66th Street. Get yourself a Gremlin for only $26.49. Price excludes transportation and sales tax where applicable. Face off to the left of Billy Smith and the Islanders end. The Islanders are leading 3-1. Plenty of time remaining to play. 13-03. Walt Kachuk facing off with uh, Bourne. The draw, Gillies. Gillies gets it out, center right. After now, Billy Harris pushes at it, knocked down, and the puck is taken by Greshner to center right to Kachuk. Bourne after him to Greshner. Greshner tees it up, a shot saved, Billy Smith. After the puck, Gillies and Fairburn, it's to center right. Kachuk back on it. Kachuk with the puck goes to his left to Greshner, shoots in the corner of the left to Billy Smith. And Jerry Hart has it. Hart now having trouble handling the puck. Leads it for Dennis Potvin. Up on the left wing to Gillies to center ice. Marat has it. Marat with the puck. Marat shoots at the Islanders end to the left to Billy Smith. 
Clark Gillies on it. Gillies sends it around the board and trying to keep it in Polis. Dennis Potvan and Polis go after it. Dennis has the puck. He's trying to get it out. And Kachuk holds him up. Polis on the puck. After him now is Bourne. Bourne kicking at it. Dennis Potvan sends it around the board. Gillies after it. And he rolls it out to center ice. And we're under 12 minutes to play in the third period. Fairburn down the middle. The shot. And it is scooped up by Billy Smith. And he hangs out of the puck. And we'll have a face-off to the right of Billy in the Islanders' end. And Bobby Bourne again came very close to making a very dangerous mistake. Bobby Bourne tried to pin the puck on the backboard. No Ranger was playing him. And if Bruce Hood wanted to be very, very technical, he could have called Bourne for two minutes for delay of the game. Bobby's going to have to sharpen up in that aspect of the game. All set now for the draw to the right of Billy Smith in the Islanders' end. Three to one, the Islanders are leading. We've got 11.52 to go, third period. Ready for the face-off to the right of Billy Smith. The Islanders now, right now, trying to hang on. The Rangers are really pressing. On the draw, Burt Marshall around the board. Gary Howard there, trying to get it out, and he does. Nick Beverly's got the puck for the Rangers. Taken by Saint Laurent. Andre coming in. The shot, a save by Jackman. And the puck is collected by Sanderson. Up on the right wing to Middleton. Stolen by Saint Laurent. Andre coming back. Shoots it in the corner of the left to Jackman. 11 and a half minutes to go in the third period. Beverly trying to get it out. Kept in by Dave Lewis. Brad Park fights for it. Nystrom got it. Nystrom kicking at it. Moves it around Park. Nystrom left point. Lewis. Lewis shoots. Deflected. Saint Laurent with it. Back to Lewis. Intercepted by Middleton. To Ted Urban. Urban coming across the line. Left wing. Urban with it. The shot deflected wide. Gary Howard after the puck. Gary trying to get it out. He can't. Gresham knocked down. The puck is still in the Islanders' end. And finally cleared by Lewis. And it'll be icing again on the Islanders. Face-off coming up to the left of Billy Smith. There's a break in the action. 3-1 Islanders will be back in a moment. If you're flying to Miami, Fort Lauderdale, you've got to believe Eastern can save you money. Eastern has six night coach flights to Miami, Fort Lauderdale. More than any other airline that saves you about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. And you can fly to Miami, Fort Lauderdale on Eastern 727 Whisper Jets with spacious redesigned interiors or on the wide-body L-1011 Whisper Liners. For reservation, call the travel specialist, your travel agent, or call Eastern the Wings of Man. Ready now for the face-off for the left of Billy Smith. The New York Islanders leading 3-1. They were coasting along, but the goal by Billy Fairburn for the Rangers was a big lift and a big goal. 3-1. Jerry Hart trying to get it out. Kept in by Marat. Dennis Potvan's got it. And he goes down. Rattel after the puck. Gilbert digging for it. And Dennis ends up on top of the puck. And we're going to have a face-off coming up to the left of Billy Smith of the Islanders' end. And now Marat goes over to say something to Bruce Hood. So does uh, Gilbert. They thought that Dennis moved it in under his body. Well, Dom, after last night and some of the comments we made about the officiating, I spoke to Frank Gavari today, and I want to say right now that the NHL staff here tonight, Armstrong, Stampanello, and Bruce Hood are doing a great job. Excellent. They really have control of the game. On the draw, Jerry Hart with it. Jerry trying to come out, and he gets it out through center ice. Eddie Westfall is on it. Eddie tees it up the shot wide. Parisi can't get a shot off coming out of the left wing. Hart sends it in the corner. Drew it after the puck. Gilbert trying to drag him down. They both fight for it. And the puck is still loose. After it is Druin. And in after him is Marat. 
Around the boards, Westfall centering pass. It's loose. Greshner's got it for the Rangers. He's in the corner of the right of his goaltender. Goes in back of the net. Greshner holds the puck. Up on the right wing, it goes to Rachel. Rachel with it. We're into 10 minutes to play in the third period. Rachel to Marat. Back to Rachel. Jerry Hart there. Jerry gets it out to center ice. It's tipped by Westfall into the Rangers' end. On the puck, Marat. Marat to Greshner. Up ahead it goes to Rattel. Rattel to Vickers. Vickers after the puck in the corner. Centering pass. Greshner shoots up over the net. Billy Smith didn't see it. And Rattel centering pass wide. Drewin with it. Jude having trouble getting it out. Battle for that puck. Dick flying out to center right. And Gillies goes down. Drewin, it goes down. And the puck is taken to the Rangers line by Marat to Greshner. Greshner with it. Down the middle he goes to Kachuk. Right back to Ted Urban, knocked away. The puck kept in by Urban. Dennis Potvin around the boards to Clark Gillies. Gillies goes down. The puck loosened back. Centering pass, smothered by Billy Smith. And we've got a face-off coming up to the left of Billy with 9.02 to go, third period, 3-1 Islanders. Well, after the goal by Fairburn, one might have expected the young Islanders to panic a little bit, but I don't think I've seen any of that. I think the Islanders have played very well. Dennis Potvin, Dom, I think, is playing the finest defensive game I've ever seen Dennis play with the Islanders. He has two goals, but we've seen a lot of great offensive hockey from Dennis in his career. But I think Jerry Hart and Dennis Potvin are playing as a tandem the best defensive game I've ever seen them play. Of course, Billy Smith is making them look good in the cage. All set to go now with a draw to the left of uh, Billy Smith. Nine minutes, a long way to go. The puck battle for Lewis trying to get it out. Fairburn keeps it in. Ted Urban after the puck. Urban goes down, Urban back on the puck, centering pass blocked by Bourne, Urban back on it, Urban centering pass across the mouth of the goal, Beverly to Kachuk, the shot blocked by Lewis, Kachuk with it, backhander to Fairburn, the shot blocked by Lewis, Lewis after the puck, Fairburn keeps it in, the Rangers are really pressing, centering pass across the mouth of the goal, and the centering pass by... Beverly is deflected by Billy Harris into the Islanders' end. On the puck, Brad Park. Park trying to come out of his own end. Goes cross ice. Taken by Urban to Kachuk. Kachuk with it. Back of the right wing, Fairburn. Fairburn down the middle. Urban ridden off. Puck is loose. And trying to get it out is how it he does to center right. And Billy Harris has a drop pass. Don Laurent shoots to save by Chuckerman. 7.55 to go, third period. Sanderson with a puck at center ice. He sends it in the Islanders' end. And Andre Saint Laurent's got it. Banks it off the boards to center ice. Greshner on it. Greshner with a puck. Greshner to Polis coming down the middle to Middleton. It slides in the corner to the right of uh, Billy Smith. Polis after it. And uh, after it also is Saint Laurent. It's loose. Digging for it now is Howard. So is Hart. And Howard's got it. And he shoots it. Right to Jackman on goal. So there'll be no icing, and Jackman gets it back out to center right. And the puck is at center right. Taken by Middleton down the middle. Middleton down, he goes. Penalty on the Islanders. So the Rangers will have a man advantage. The official time, 12.47 of the third period. There's a break in the action. 3-1 Islanders. We'll be back in a moment. Just in case you've wondered why, Schaefer is the more than one beer beer. Just plain more experience is part of it. It takes experience to make any beer. But it's taken two centuries of brewing experience to make Schaefer. 
You see, more experience helps give Schaefer that special something more. That smooth, mellow flavor that keeps coming on beer after frosty beer. More experience is one reason. But, of course, there's more than one reason behind the one beer to have when you're having more than one. Base job coming up to the left of uh, Billy Smith in the Islanders' end. The Rangers now with a power play. And they've got one of the great ones. Lauren Henning clears the puck. Eddie Jackman stops it. On the puck now is Rod Gilbert, who can fly. He comes back to Rattel to Vickers' left wing. Vickers with it. The back pass left point park. Park with a puck on the left wing to Vickers. In the slot deep, Jobert, right wing, Middleton shoots, a save, and batted into the crowd by Billy Smith. It deflected up in the air, and like a baseball bat, he hit it just right and rammed it into the crowd. We'll try to keep you abreast of the clock as it winds down here. 6.47 to go in the game and 1.34 to go in the period. Of course, the Islanders brought a three-goal lead into the period. They've been really sitting on this lead, playing excellent defense. And this could be the key point in the hockey game with the Rangers on the power play. Rattel's done a great job in face-offs, and here's a big one. 1.34 to go on the penalty. Eddie Westfall, John Rattel. The puck down. It's in the corner. To the left of Billy Smith. Lewis tied up, and he tried to uh, bank it off the glass, and it goes into the crowd. So the face-off will be to the right of Billy Smith this time, and only four seconds was used up. 6.43 to go in the game. 3-1 Islanders. That was unfortunate, as... Lewis had an opportunity to clear the puck and ended up throwing it up in the crowd. Now they'll do it again. Ready now for the draw on back of the Islanders' net. Lewis again fighting for it. It's loose. Back to the left point. Park, left wing. Vickers with it. Out front. Score! It's 3-2. It was uh, chipped in by Fairburn again. He's had two goals tonight. And he has 11 career goals. 3 to 2, 6.33 to go, third period. Well, we called it for you. It's just the way the Rangers have set up all their other goals. Billy Fairburn breaking down the crease and managing to deflect that puck high up in the net. Billy Smith looking a little down right now as Jerry Hart goes back to talk to him. 6.33 to go in the game. The Rangers are coming on, and the Islanders are going to have to really tighten up here in this hockey game. When one thinks back to the goal that was disallowed, the goal by J.P. Parisi, the fourth goal the Islanders would have had, but that was called back to the offside. It's got to be a big goal as the Ranger fans are now littering the ice with debris, and we're going to have a delay here in the hockey game. Well, right now, the Islanders are going to try to stem that uh, momentum, that overused word that is so important. The official time of the goal is 13 minutes and 27 seconds of the third period. Fairburn's fourth goal of the playoffs. He has had two games, two goals last night, two goals here tonight. 11 career goals against the Islanders. On the draw, Nick Beverly. He goes to Brad Park. Vickers and Park get an assist. Park shoots to the Islanders, and Billy Smith banks it off the board. Joe Baird keeps it in. To Rattel out front, score! Vickers ties it up. It's all tied up, three to three. Well, you can see that one coming. The Rangers have everything going for them now. It's like the ice has a tilt in it as the Garden fans go wild. Steve Vickers scores again from the position where Vickers is always so dangerous, right on the doorstep. As Ed Westmore argues he's too good about a, hitting that puck with a high stick, which still bad did. And now the Garden fans are simply 
littering the ice with all kinds of streamers as the hockey game's been tied up. 13.41, the official time of the goal. Steve Beckers ties it up on a deflection. The Islanders have been trying to play the lead, and of course it's always risky when you do that, instead of uh, keeping their own momentum going. Remember that if it ends up tied at the end of regulation time, we will go into sudden death overtime. There will be a winner tonight. Anxious to see now, Dom, that the New York Rangers start to go into a shell now that they've tied it up, or they continue with this all-out assault on the island of Cage. Certainly, Billy Smith cannot be faulted on any of the goals, all three coming right on the doorstep. A battle for the puck, taken by Rattel to Gilbert. Shoots to the Islanders' end, Vickers after it, and it is icing on the Rangers. The puck will be brought back, and we'll have a face-off in the New York Rangers' end to the right of Eddie Jacobin. Well, John Rattel and Roger Baird get a twist, and John Rattel is some kind of hockey player in the clutch. Rangers coming in, three goals down. On the brink of oblivion, they battle back now and tied the score. Steve Vickers second of the playoff from Rattel and Gilbert at 13:41. That's the equalizer at this moment. Gilbert has the draw. Center ice. Stopped at center ice by Parisi. And JP backs him against the board. And Park moves in with Druin. And we're going to have a faceoff at center ice. And, of course, the line that just did all the work gets a big hand from the crowd. Well, the Garden crowd is on their feet standing as this line comes off, and well they might. Just a tremendous effort by the Gilbert, Rattel, Steve Vickers combination. The crowd now takes up a chance of Eddie for Ed Jockerman, who came in in the second period, replacing Gil Villamur, and has been equal to every shot the Islanders have thrown at him, although... In truth, here in the third period, Rounders have had very few shots on goal. All right, we're ready to go. Bob Bourne, Walt Kachuk ready for the draw. Bruce Hood, the referee, who's done an outstanding job handling the game. On the draw. Taken by Marat to his right to Greshner. Up on the right wing it goes to Fairburn. To Kachuk, he stops. And the puck is loose. The center rise to Billy Harris. Billy coming in, right wing. Billy shoots, knocked down by Jacobin. Centering pass to Gilly. Clark sends it to the corner to the right of Jacobin. Marat's got it. Marat for the Rangers out to his own line to Kachuk. Walt Kachuk to Irvin. Ted Irvin has it knocked off his stick. He stops at the left point area. The shot is saved by Smith. Kreshner's got it. He shoots, and it's deflected wide. And in the corner to the right of Billy Smith. Bert Marshall sends it around the board. Fairburn's got it. He rolls it in back. Bert Marshall fires it around the board. And Gilly clears it. And it goes the full length of the ice. And it'll be icing on the Islanders. Face off to the left of Billy Smith in the Islanders' end. Well, that's not going to do it to the Islanders. Simply clearing the puck down the other end, taking an icing call. Brings the face off all the way back in the Islanders' end. The Islanders are going to have to do something that's very, very hard to do. Once they've lost their momentum, regenerate it, get it together, start clearing the puck as they did earlier in the hockey game, and start to assault Jockerman in the cage. Billy Harris had a good shot on goal, and Jockerman came up big. Ready to have a face-off to the left of Billy Smith. Burt Marshall to Lewis to Howard, and he clears it. Into the Rangers' end. Nick Beverly on it. To Middleton behind him. Taken by Howard to Nystrom. Bobby Nystrom to Howard behind him. 
knocked away, Park got it, three on two, Park right wing to Middleton, Middleton ridden off, Lewis has the puck, Lewis sends it around the board, and it is kept in by Polis, in back of the net, Sanderson out front, Park backhander, knocked down, smothered by Billy Smith, great save by Billy Smith. Crawley, Ranger Pointman. have come all the way into the circle. Dom, the Rangers are throwing caution to the wind. Their points have come all the way into the top of the circle. They're going all out here for the win. Well, there's no tomorrow, Jim. Got to do it now. And of course, this crowd has really come to life. Just a tremendous hockey game. Whoever wins it, it has been some kind of a game tonight. Well, Mr. Magic, John Rattel is on for the Rangers, so he's tough. Ready now for the draw. On the puck, taken by Jerry Hart. Jerry to his right to Westfall. Eddie brings it out. Eddie's center right. Shoots in the corner of the right of Jackman. Eddie Jackman moves it him back. Collected on the move by Joe Bear. He's coming right back. Center right. His pass and center for Rattel, wide of the mark. And Jerry Hart has it. Hart trying to knock it away. The flex almost went on Vickers' stick. Up to Druin. Jude loses to Park. Back of the left wing, Vickers coming in. Vickers down the middle, and by Joe Bear. He's coming right back, center right. His pass and center for Rattel, wide of the mark, and Jerry Hart has it. Hart trying to knock it away, deflect, almost went on Vickers' stick. Up to Druin. Jude loses to Park. Back of the left wing, Vickers coming in. Vickers down the middle, and the centering pass is deflected wide, and we got... Bruce Hood now rushing in there as the puck is uh, smothered by Billy Smith. Well, this is Stanley Cup action at its finest. End-to-end -end action. And if we can maintain our composure and our voices up here, we'll bring you the rest of this one because this is going to be a fight to the finish. Ready now for the draw to the left of Billy Smith at the Islanders' end. The Islanders are tied with the Rangers, 3-3. The Islanders led 3-0 coming into the period. The Rangers have caught the Islanders. Eddie Westfall, John Rattel, Eddie wins the draw. Taken by Jerry Hart, moves it to the left of Billy Smith, then his pot fans got it. In front of the net, it goes to Jerry Hart, out to his own line to Eddie Westfall. Eddie with it, and on the Rangers' side of the red line, shoots it in, stopped by Jacobin and back. He moves it away from Jude Druin. And the puck comes to center ice. Rattel has it to Bickers across the line, left wing, right wing, Joe Bear shoots up over the net. After the puck is Westfall. Eddie now cuts in front of his own net. Off the left wing board. To Hart. Jerry Hart coming out. Jerry center right. Hart rolls into the Rangers end. Joe Bear's got it. 3.05 to go. Third period. 3-3. Three, three. To Vickers. Vickers at center right. Vickers across the line. Left wing. On the right wing. Knocked away. Rattel back on it. His pass. And it is kept in. Taken by Marshall. Marshall up in the right wing. Billy Harris. Billy. Trying to move around Beverly. Billy centering pass knocked away. Bert Marshall in from the right point trying to hold it in. And he can't. Kachuk's got it. Kachuk to Beverly. Back to Kachuk behind Beverly. Knocked away. Krishner on the puck. Knocked down. The crowd thought there should have been a penalty and there isn't. And Clark Gillies clears it. And we got icing coming up on the Islanders. Let's pause 15 seconds for station identification. 3-3 the score. This is New York Islanders hockey.
WMCA, New York. Hello, this is Joan Hamburg. We can talk to each other every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to noon. Call me at 489-1155. went down to the feet tonight in St. Louis, 113 to 108. So St. Louis now leads the best of seven series, two games to one. And the young spirits have come on strong. On the draw, puck loose, taken by Billy Harris to Gillies off his skate. Marat got it, goes cross-ice. Marat to Greshner, shoots in the Islanders end. Billy Smith is there. Leaves the puck for Lewis. Lewis and Kachuk now holding him up. Around the boards to Bourne. Knocked away. Puck loose in front. Deflected right across the mouth of the goal. Billy Harris has it. Billy coming back. Marat back with him. Billy is knocked down. And the puck is taken for the Rangers by Billy Fairburn. Fairburn center ice left wing Urban. Urban trying to go around Burt Marshall. Burt rides him into the boards. He goes down. The puck kicked at. Burt Marshall after it. Trying to move the puck up to Billy Harris. He does. To center ice. And Bourne loses to Greshner. Greshner knocked down. Battle for that puck at center ice. We got a minute 20 to go. Third period to park. Poke checked by Burt Marshall. And it's back to the Rangers line. Steve Vickers on the puck. The Islanders changing the fly. Marshall to Parisi. Left wing growing. Jude. It's knocked down. Westfall after the puck. Vickers has it. Vickers up on the left wing to Rattel. Rattel cross ice, knocked down Gilbert. Down the middle, drop pass, Vickers shoots. A save by Smith and a beauty. Dennis Potvin's got it. He gets to the center ice to Druin. Jude sends it to the Rangers end. 40 seconds to go in the third period. Back to center ice, Dennis Potvin to Jerry Hart. Hart to Parisi to Druin, the shot on the right wing, Westfall, Eddie out front, blocked, and the puck is jammed against the boards, and we're going to have a face-off with 32 seconds to go in the third period. Well, Donald, I have only one wish in this hockey game, and that wish being that the goal that decides this game be a good, clean goal. I think these are two great clubs. They've battled evenly all year long. They both finished with 88 points. Here we come down to the final 32 seconds, one game apiece. 3-3 three, three on the scoreboard, and I hope the goal that wins it is a beauty. 32 seconds to go. Third period. Then we go into sudden death overtime if nobody scores in the next 32 seconds. Tremendous hockey action. This is one of the finest games I think I've ever seen or done. Just great. On the draw. Saint Laurent. Shoot. Saved by Jacobin. He pushes it in back. Brad Park's got it. Park up on the right wing to Sanderson. The Rangers rushing now. The shot is wider than that. Centering pass, Butler. Sanderson on the right wing. Back to uh, Park, knocked away. Howitt's got it. Gary bringing it out to Nystrom. Seven seconds, Nystrom with it. Loses to Irvin. Dennis Potvin on it. Dennis, left wing. Howitt with the puck. That's it. That's the end of the third period. And at the end of three full periods of play, it is three to three. The people of Eastern believe they're going to make your next Eastern flight a great flight. 
Part of my job at Eastern is solving travel problems. If you've got one, call me. You've got to believe. I'll do everything I can to get you where you want to go, when you want to go. We're going to do more than just get you there. We're going to take good care of you all the way. you got to believe. I'm going to do everything I can to give you a smooth flight. If you're flying to Florida, Eastern can give you more than any other airline. With the most daily non-stop to cities in Florida, including Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, Tampa, St. Petersburg, West Palm Beach, Sarasota, and Orlando, home of Walt Disney World. Take a money-saving Eastern night coach to most cities in Florida and save about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. For reservations to Florida, call the travel specialist, your travel agent, or call Eastern, the wings of man. Square Garden, where after three periods of regulation play, it's the New York Islanders three and the New York Rangers three. The New York Islanders came into the third period with a three-nothing lead, appeared to be coasting along fairly evenly, when at 4.44, Bill Fairburn got his third goal of the playoffs from Kachuk and Greshner, and it was three to one. That goal seemed to spark the Rangers, it certainly sparked the crowd, and the Rangers came back with vim and vigor. And shortly thereafter, Jerry Hart was penalized for hooking at 12.47. The Ranger power play, which had been blunted during this hockey game, an outstanding power play during the playoffs and during the regular season, came to life. And at 13.27, Bill Fairburn got his second consecutive goal, skating down at the goal mouth on assists from Vickers and Park. And it was 3-2. At that point, the crowd roaring it appeared only a matter of moments before the rangers would tie it and some 14 seconds later at 13:41, steve vickers scored again from the goal mouth all three uh, ranger goals coming on fairly similar type plays fairburn's two and vickers third tying goal from rettel and gilbert over the last six and a half minutes the clubs battle with the rangers getting perhaps the best chances controlling the puck in the islander end Billy Smith being called upon time and time again to make saves to keep the Rangers off the board. To give you an idea about the third period and how one-sided it was, shots on goal, which are sometimes not indicative, but in this case, I think truly reflect the type of action we had. The New York Islanders managed only four shots on goal, and two of those four coming after the score had been tied. The Rangers, on the other hand, came up with 14 shots on goal, out shooting the Islanders 14 to four, for a total of 40 shots on goal to the Islanders, 24. Well, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the proceedings right now, the ice has been cleared, the Zamboni machine is on. We have a regular 15-minute intermission, in which time the ice will be cleaned, the players will be refreshed, and we will come out to play Sudden Death Overtime. Sudden Death Overtime, perhaps the most exciting moment in athletics when it's Two teams on the ice, knowing that the next goal determines the game. The winner moves on, the loser departs. Sitting up here with me, as he's been for most of the games during the playoffs, the voice of the Washington Capitals, Ron Weber. Ron, it's a pleasure to have you up here with us. Thank you, Jim, very much. Pleasure to be here, and boy, am I going to enjoy the fourth period. I haven't seen one, of course, all year, and the final score of this game is 4-3, to three, or will be. And don't we uh, wonder who's, who it's going to be? Well, you know, Ron, being up in the Islanders playoff season and, of course, keeping close tabs on the Rangers as well, it's almost 
incredible to think that after 80 games in the regular season, the clubs end up 88 points apiece. After three games of Stanley Cup action, the clubs end up a game apiece, 3-3 here. And uh, how close can you get? You know, and it's of course, I think, more to the Islanders' credit. Certainly the Rangers have more talent on their hockey club, and certainly they have a lot, lot more experience. Not only experience in years, but experience in the playoffs. Uh, Ed Jockman, I believe, is playing his 65th Stanley Cup game uh, tonight. Uh, I don't know how many Billy Smith's been in, but it can't be more than a handful. And I know for a fact, of course, Glenn Resch had not played any before Tuesday. Right. You know, while the Islanders had the three-goal lead, they had opportunities to put this game away. Andre Saint-Laurent hit the crossbar, Nystrom hit the goalpost, and I guess the one that really had to hurt right after Fairburn had scored, upping the count to 3-1, the Druin-Westfall-Parisi line come over the blue line, and J.P. Parisi lets go a slap shot that beat Jockman, and for an instant it appeared as though the Islanders had taken a 4-1 four, four lead. Yeah, I think though the offside call was a good one, but it was awful, awful close, and I can see Islander partisans uh, being uh, visibly upset by that. Uh, no two ways about it. It is going to be too bad that one team somewhere along tonight or by early morning is going to be out of this thing because they both really deserve to continue the way they play. The Islanders for playing up to, I still have got to think, a, a better hockey club. And, of course, the Rangers from coming back because they were certainly staring defeat in the place and the, even the ignominy of a shutout on their own home ice in their last game of the season. Billy Smith was superb in the first period. I have not seen better goaltending over a 20-minute stretch in this entire season in any game that I've watched and of course I saw the Capitals play 80 and when I could I I took a busman's holiday and I guess I picked up another dozen or so uh, along the way Fairburn of course uh, with a couple of goals a couple of nights running uh, is to be credited and uh, Vickers who scored the tying goal I think on a fluke as I saw it, it went off the blade of Dennis Potman's stick uh, but nevertheless uh, he earned a point uh, just before that when he centered a perfect one for Fairburn to block in so the Rangers have had their, their heroes. The Rangers have had to overcome a change in goaltenders and a game misconduct to Pete Stemkowski. And in fact, if the Rangers hadn't come back and tied this game, I think the onus might have been on Jockerman, who lost his temper at a very critical time when he slashed Gary Howitt repeatedly. And I think he was lucky that uh, Howitt even went off at all. Uh, it could have been, uh, the Rangers could have been shorthanded for four long minutes. As it was, uh, he got the double minor to Jockerman. And uh, Howitt, who showed restraint, which uh, is unusual for him, uh, got two. And really, uh, a little different view could have, could have uh, let him get away scot-free. And certainly, Howard would like to punch the, the Silver Fox back, but I think he was thinking what the score was and how important it was. Well, I commented on the air that last night we discussed the officiating at length. Tonight, I thought the officiating by Bruce Hood and his crew has been excellent. But on that particular play, as I saw it, I don't know how you saw it, Ron, Howard actually lifted his hands up almost in a pose of surrender to avoid hitting Jockerman and just backskated, absorbing a couple of shots from Eddie Jockerman. Yeah, I think at the same time, though, he was giving him a, a lot of lip because it looked to me like all of a sudden, you can't look behind the mask, of course, but Jockerman jumped at him. And I think that uh, that Howitt was goading him. Of course, you know, if you can do that, that's to the player's credit. But although Howitt uh, physically wasn't trying to enter in the thing, I think he was hoping Jockerman would come plowing in at him. And uh, after... Oh, after thinking that a goalie in a fight is rather rare, we've had two and two nights now, uh, one for each side. I thought the turning point in the hockey game, Ron, in the third period was not the Fairburn goal because the Islanders then killed about 10 minutes of the, of the period and had a 3-1 lead with seven minutes to go. As soon as the call was made to Jerry Hart, I felt at that point, I said to Dom Valentino, you just don't keep this power play off the board forever. I thought that was the turning point in the hockey game. I'd agree with you. And of course, that's the one Vickers made the fine center that 
that Fairburn blocked in, and that gave him the impetus. You're right, Fairburn had scored and broken Smith's shutout, but it didn't really seem like the Rangers, uh, it didn't seem like the Islanders were rocked back by that at all, and it was still 3-1 to one their favor. In fact, Fairburn built that play. There were two assists handed out to Greshner and Kachuk at 444, but really Fairburn made that all the way down himself. He really soloed and he sashayed down the middle. It was a fine individual effort, but I sometimes think an individual effort like that um, doesn't automatically spur a team on as much as, as, as some good team play would have been. Absolutely. I don't think Billy Smith could have been faulted on any of the goals. The Rangers seem to have a penchant for coming up with that goal at the goal mouth. I think Vickers and Fairburn are the two best at it. Ricky Middleton is pretty good as well. They just always have a guy in that power play at the corner, and that's where you get those goals. You know, talking about Middleton, I, I think you would have to agree with me. If Middleton had not had that serious injury, what, December, January, along in there, and missed a couple of months, I had to feel he'd have added at least a point to the Rangers' standings, and they would have finished ahead of ahead of the Islanders. Because even now, Middleton is only a spot player, and uh, if he had not had that leg injury, uh, he'd be a regular and a real scorer for them. Where now he's uh, not really been a factor in these playoffs. Well, I had the feeling early in the season that Rick Middleton perhaps had the inside track on the Rookie of the Year award. I think he has marvelous talent, tremendous shiftiness. He's a great skater, and he's certainly going to add to the Rangers' offense over the next seasons to come. Ryan, as I sit here thinking about this first sudden death overtime game, which we'll be witnessing, I stated with three minutes to go in the game, and I'll repeat it now, that I really have only one wish, that the goal at the side this game not be a fluke, but be a clean goal scored by one of two great teams. That's right. Uh, how long ago was it uh, when you first thought, gee, I just hope sometime we get into an overtime, because then you knew the aisle men would uh, be in the playoffs. It's something I'm, of course, looking forward to as a capital announcer, and I hope it isn't too many eons away. That someday, I want to broad cast an overtime game of course i'd like to see them put it in in regular season type not not play all night but play an extra 10 minutes that would cut the ties in half and a little bit better probably and i think it would be good as to that old saying about oh well they'll just both teams will just lay back in the overtime well baloney they do that in the third period of regular season games now uh, especially the visiting team so it would just mean that old shell game would start a little later because they know they would not only have to waste away the rest of the third period but an extra 10 minutes as well so I, I wish the i was hoping i think it's bad for hockey overall the wha came into a into being but i was hoping that maybe one good effect out of it was the nhl would sort of be forced into reinstating an overtime which they took out in 1940 something because of second world war transportation problems well you know i couldn't agree with you more ron i think that the one thing that expansion has done in creating new leagues in both the basketball group with the ABA and the AFL when it came into being in football and now the World Hockey League is I think it's the people who set up these leagues are a little more progressive in their thinking because they really don't have an established product and it behooves them to appeal to the fans. I think the game basically is set up for the fans. I know sometimes in overtime would be a little difficult for players and coaches but I think the salary levels have risen to such a degree and the fans are paying good money and I think that we ought to be catering a little bit more to the fans and I think the fans have definitely proven in the World Hockey League that they love the overtime. I can't think of a more thrilling moment in sports than a sudden death overtime in any sport. Oh, you know, if I were a, a player, and you're in your career, you're going to be in X number of overtimes, you'll probably lose as many as you win. I wouldn't want to play an extra 10 minutes either. It's a hard, demanding sport, and I'd rather just call it a tie and go home. But, uh, uh, you know, I, the fans want it, and I think it's, it's fair. Now, I'm not against ties in football. I'm against them putting in tiebreakers in the National Football League like they've done because a tie in a football game is a rarity but it isn't in hockey where, where you have such a little scoring Well, Ron, I want to thank you for kind of coming up here and pinch hitting I think you've been an interesting guest, you have a good outlook on hockey and I know that 
within the next few years. You know, this is the Islanders' third season, so the Caps coming off a tough year, but their first year with a couple of good draft picks uh, like Jolly and a couple of more. I know that the Caps will be right in it. But we'll be back with the overtime period when we return in a moment. Now here's a word from the number one beer in New York. New York is full of landmarks. The Battery, Washington Square, Shea Stadium. And over on Kent Avenue in Brooklyn, there's another landmark, the Schaefer Brewery. Since 1842, there's always been a Schaefer Brewery in New York. Because New York has always liked Schaefer's way of tasting first beer good, beer after beer, year after year. Schaefer's a beer born and brewed right here in New York. It's New York's number one beer. Have you heard about the unbelievable new car for 1975? It's the Pacer from AMC. Hi, this is Don Valentino, and when I say unbelievable, here's what I mean. Imagine a car that's wider than a Chevelle, smaller than a Vega, has more interior room, then cars a lot larger, looks a little like a second cousin to a Porsche, and has features that make it the most unusual car on the road today. Now you're just beginning to find out about the Pacer. And when you go to Manhattan American, they'll show you how you can get a deal on this great car from AMC. How you can be dollars ahead of the game and get a car that delivers economy without sacrificing performance. Go on in and see the Pacer. Test drive the Pacer and talk to Manhattan American about dollars. If it's something extra you want in the way of a car, it's the Pacer. For something extra in the way you'll save money and be treated, it's Manhattan In case you tuned in late, you've missed a whale of a hockey game. The score after three regulation periods of play is the New York Islanders 3 and the New York Rangers 3. The Rangers coming up with three goals in the third period to turn almost certain defeat into this tie situation. And sidelights, for those of you who are interested in it, you know the Rangers and the New York Americans, the old last time we've had a rivalry like that, last time they played in the playoffs was in 1937-38. And in a two-game out of three series, the same as this, in the sixth period or the third overtime period of the last game, the New York Americans defeated the New York Rangers by the count of 3-2. to So... Whether or not history will repeat itself, we'll have to wait and see. And Dom, it's been a whale of a game and a whale of a season. Both teams back out of the ice as we get ready now for the uh, overtime sudden death. And of course, uh, you, you always see that, that great phrase about the, uh, the ecstasy of uh, victory and the agony of defeat. Well, you'll see it here tonight because the team that wins it We'll be very, very happy in the team that loses it. Extremely dejected because when you lose it this way, so close, in overtime, it always hurts. And Bruce Hood now says, let's go. Puts up his hand and he's ready to go. Players taking their final whirl in their respective ends of the ice. Well, the clock shows 20 minutes, just like a regulation period of time. The two teams have switched ends of the rink the same as if we were playing a four-period game. The only difference, of course, being the first score will end this hockey game. And uh, stay with us. We'll stay with you. And it's going to be a great finish. Eddie Jacobin is uh, on the 8th Street uh, side of the garden. 
and uh, Billy Smith on the 7th Avenue side, 8th Avenue and 7th Avenue. So Rizzuto said as a youngster growing up, that meant a lot which avenue for him. Well, I hope that helps paint the picture for you. The draw taken by Lewis, shoots it in the Rangers and Vickers after the puck. Vickers now loses, throw and scores! Oh, he's out, he scores! J.P. Parisi has scored in the Islanders are going on in the playoffs! Oh. Holy mackerel, how about that? Holy cow, we're going on down! <laughs> Look at that mob scene, they're just going out of their mind. 11 seconds gone into the period, 1949, and the Islanders have done it! They're going on in the Stanley Cup! Tom, I'm ready to jump out of the booth, holy cow! <laughs> How about that? As Phil would say, holy cow. The Islanders win it, and uh, they go in now to the next round. And uh, the Rangers, in uh, true professional style, come on and congratulate the Islanders. You notice Gary Howe and Eddie Jackman uh, took a little extra time yes. to say uh, thank you and uh, wish the best. A couple of class guys. So the Islanders go on now, and we'll see who they'll play when we find out who wins between Toronto and Los Angeles. Now, as I watch this ceremony with Jill Villamure and Billy Smith, and my happiness here for the Islanders, I can't help feeling sorry for the Rangers and Emil Francis. Just a great club. Emil Class walks over to Al Arbor, shakes his hand, and heads to the locker room. Just a great game, two great clubs, and I'm sorry that this had to happen. But look at the elation on the Islanders. Ralph Stewart, who uh, did not dress tonight, is out on the ice in his street clothes, and we're glad to see that. Ralph, of course, uh, contributed during the season. The Islanders now skate off. They've won it. They've defeated the Rangers. It's almost unbelievable as uh, the Islanders in their third season. You know, Jim, this is the third straight victory for the Islanders here at Madison Square Garden. This is just incredible because the Islanders an expansion club, third season, and they've been able to do it all here tonight. Well, the courage of Al Arbor has to be mentioned. Al Arbor went with Billy Smith in the net when many experts would have faulted him. I thought Billy Smith was outstanding tonight, and I want to commend Al Arbor for having the guts and the courage of his convictions to go with Billy Smith in this game here tonight. J.P. Parisi, who became the folk hero at the uh, Coliseum, second goal of the playoffs from Jude Bruin and how that combination helped and you look back at that trade that was so important at 11 seconds and that's the end of the game with a final score the New York Islanders 4 and the New York Rangers 3 the people of Eastern believe they're going to make your next Eastern flight a great flight part of my job at Eastern is solving travel problems if you've got one, call me. You've got to believe. I'll do everything I can to get you where you want to go, when you want to go. We're going to do more than just get you there. We're going to take good care of you all the way. you got to believe. I'm going to do everything I can to give you a smooth flight. If you're flying to Florida, Eastern can give you more than any other airline. With the most daily non-stop cities in Florida, including Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, Tampa, St. Petersburg, West Palm Beach, Sarasota, and Orlando, home of Walt Disney World. Take a money-saving Eastern night coach to most cities in Florida and save about 20% off the regular day coach airfare. For reservations to Florida, call the travel specialist, your travel agent, or call Eastern, the wings of man. 
York Islanders had built up a 3-0 lead. The Rangers came back like you knew they would. Tied it up, and in the first overtime, the Islanders win it at 11 seconds. First time of the Rangers' end, J.P. Parisi, the tip end on the centering pass by Drew Drone. The summary of the hockey game. Clark Gillies made it 1-0 in the first period. At 16 minutes of the period, his second playoff goal from Bob Bourne, Burt Marshall. That's how the period ended. In the second period, Dennis Potvin took over. He picked up a power play goal, his first goal of the playoffs from John Potvin, Bob Nystrom at 8.26. And then a shorthanded goal by Dennis Potvin, his second of the playoffs, second of the period, from Lauren Henning at 12.51, and it was 3-0 Islanders. Not to be denied, the New York Rangers came roaring back. Billy Fairburn, who is the all-time career leader in goals against the Islanders, scored two in a row. His third of the playoffs for Walt Kachuk, Ron Gresser at 4.44, and then Billy Fairburn, a power play goal, his fourth of the playoffs, and his uh, 11th goal career-wise against the Islanders from Vickerson Park at 13.27, and then... Steve Vickers tied it up 3-3, his second playoff goal from Jean Rattel, Raju Bear at 13-41, and it was 3-3. And then into the first overtime, J.P. Parisi, the tip-in on the centering pass by Jude Druin at 11 seconds, and the Islanders win it 4-3. 40 shots on goal by the Rangers, 25 by the Islanders, and you be sure and listen to WMCA. We uh, should be able to have the information on for you sometime tomorrow with uh, who the Islanders will be playing. Jim? Phil Chadwick, who just showed a great deal of class, still just walked over and congratulated Dom and I and wished us good luck the rest of the way. I think that's nice for Bill Chadwick. He's a class guy. Well, you'd expect it from Bill, who uh, was a great official, uh, elected into the Hall of Fame, and, and uh, certainly appreciate what he said. And, and of course, uh, a New York team now in that uh, quarterfinal round, and I hope they do go all the way. Jim? You're kind of beat, buddy. Thank you very much, and we'll see you wherever the next round is. Tom, well, I'm looking forward to it. It's always a pleasure. And for the Islander fans, it's been, a, it's been a wait, not a long one, a short one, and who knows what's next. Maybe the world. All right, the final score for the final time, the New York Islanders won it. Still up on the scoreboard, 4-3, at 11 seconds of the uh, first overtime, J.P. Parisi, and it came from drawing. Tonight's game has been brought to you by the Schaefer Brewing Company, New York. Remember, Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one. And by Manhattan American Sales, your savings corner for Gremlin, Hornet, Matador, Jeep, and guaranteed used cars at 66 and West End Avenue. And by the people of Eastern, the official airline of the Nesson Islanders, who believe they're going to make your next flight on Eastern a great flight. Eastern, the wings of man. And by European American Bank, the bank that has made a commitment to bring you better banking. Good night, everybody.